from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. This is Ed You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You just won a thousand dollars. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast, powered by Air Transat. I know we talk a lot about like the the duck cleaning calls and the telemarketer calls and yeah. all of this stuff. Where they're trying to scam you, and I got hit with another one, an email one. Where and I know people that this has happened to before, and okay. it's freaky. But if, if this happens to you, all you got to do is just take a breath and calm down and realize that it's a hustle. Okay. Which is, I got an email sent to me, and the subject line was a password that I used to use <gasps> in the subject line. No. Yeah. Yeah. And immediately my heart jumped because I'm like, God, I haven't used that password in like like 15 years. Like it's not attached to anything that I currently use like at all. But it was a password that I used and it was very specific, this password that, that I used to use. And in within that email is an attachment that I did not open, but I know somebody that this happened to and they clicked the attachment. No, they didn't! Out of, out of fear. And it wasn't malware or anything like that that they know of, but what it was was instructions on how to forward them money because they say that they have that password and they've been using the camera on your computer uh, to track the um, X-rated websites that you go to and they have video of you while you're looking at those websites and unless they want you, unless you want them to send those videos and pictures to everybody in your contact list, then you got to send them Bitcoin. Wasn't there an episode of Black Mirror? Yeah, I saw you very similar. Yeah, but, but this, this is but this is because happened this is, to a kid. Well, this is a classic scam, right? But the so pro- what did the person do? Did they send the money? No, they didn't. But I know people like there are people. You can go online. There are people who have because it's terrifying. Yeah, like normally with the calls, right? Like, and we've gone through this so many times where you get the call and it's hey, we are doing uh, uh like we're doing a duck cleaning service uh, in your area, a big discount, and you're like, yeah, what area is that? And they have no idea. They have None. no information about you at all. It's just a script that these guys are reading. But when you get an email, and the subject line of that email is your password. People act. And this scam gets a lot of people. Like a lot of people. Because then you start thinking about your online activity. Yes. Right? That's why. Maury's shaking his head right now. (laughs) Maury, how much Bitcoin have you sent these people? Be honest. Thousands. Be honest. How How much Bitcoin have you sent these people? No, I've sent none. But here's the thing. There's a piece of paper over the camera on my uh, yeah, computer I've, at home. Yeah, I have postage stamps over my uh, over my cameras. I put, uh, not duct tape, like painter's tape. I put like yeah, two strands. Yeah, like the, 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 the sticky blue? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the frog tape? Yeah, yeah. no, and, I know. And maybe the they com- could see through that. You no, don't know. There's another uh, computer that I bought, yeah. and I had to buy a monitor for it, and yeah. I made sure that the monitor had no 
Yeah. No front facing camera. Can they camera. get you through baby like monitors too and stuff? What I heard like people can hack through like baby monitors. Why do you have a baby monitor? No, I don't. I'm just saying. Oh, well then why are you worried? <laughs> <laughs> are you asking for instructions on how to? Because <laughs> why don't. <laughs> so, and so wait a minute. Home? If I have a kid, I have to stop looking at porn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, Leah, it's Ron Mocha. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. Okay, so Roz, the new Lady and the Tramp uh, live action movie is on Disney+. Plus. Yes. And everybody knows the famous spaghetti scene where the two dogs <laughs> put the spaghetti strand, each strand in each mouth, yes. and then they suck on the spaghetti hey, strand. No spoilers. Meet in the middle and they kiss, right? Yes. So here's the text that Leah sent. <laughs> okay. To nine two five triple five. So I made a bunch of spring rolls last night, and I was sharing the plate with my hubby, and I wanted to be cute and do the lady in the tramp scene, but with the spring roll. So I put the spring roll in my mouth, and I told him to take a bite, but the dummy chomped on my lip, and I started to bleed, and it was not cute. (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, are you okay, Leo? Yeah, no, I'm totally fine. He's just, he's so dumb sometimes. Like, I think he was watching TV at the same time, and so... While we were doing it, I could see his eye was on the TV, and then that's when he bit my lip. <laughs> this is actually, you know what? I'd like to hear from I'd like to hear from other people on this because I think that I think that a lot of people would. And you know, again, you don't have to give your name, but nine two five triple five or call us at four one six eight seven zero eighty eight eighty eight. I would be very interested in hearing your stories of when sexy went wrong. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm like yeah. thinking back now, there's a couple times where I thought what I was doing was sexy and then it just went wrong and I wound up hurting myself or even worse, or even worse, <laughs> Catherine. I think we all have those, I think we all have those stories. It's interesting. So how's your lip doing? I mean, it's fine. I, I was a bit swollen and then I was like, oh, I got to go to work. <laughs> no! Again. Oh, when, sex, no! when sexy goes wrong. Leah, what was his reaction after all that happened? He started laughing. He oh, no! And then he started laughing and I was like, you're so dumb. Like, you're so dumb. <laughs> on the head because he's a little bit bald so I like to hit him like on that part of his head when when I'm mad at him and I like you know what like I'm going to bed when when you're mad at your husband you slap him in his bald spot (laughs) yeah is that mean you're the worst (laughs) that's love right there hey Leah love you lots thanks so much for listening to the Roz and Mocha show here we go the Roz and Mocha show podcast Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Oh, my God. Hi, Mocha. Hey. It's Jessa. What's up, Jessa? So, I wanted to call in about a sexy that has gone wrong for me in the past. Oh, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> How long ago did this happen? Oh, years ago before the, um, <clears throat> the man that I'm with now. I remember we were having um, an intimate discussion on the couch, and then... We were just talking, and then, you know, one thing leads to another. Before we were doing that, we obviously had to kiss first. And when we were, he was leaning towards him to kiss me, I had a cold. So when we were kissing, stuff just came out of my nose. Like, yeah. oh, I'm so bad. I know, it was so bad. And then I, I felt like he knew, but then he just kind of acted like everything was okay. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, you know, it's salty, whatever. And then I just kind of, well, I didn't want to do anything further, but he's like, 
It's okay. To me, it's not my thing now. Oh, no. So, yeah, that was so embarrassing. Yeah. But other than that, like... I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that's ever had that. Okay, would it would it make you feel better, Jessa, if I read to you guys a couple of texts that we're still yes. getting at nine two five triple five? Yes, please. So we wrote in it. and said uh, romantic home cooked dinner, homemade pasta and sauce, mm. cut up some dried chili peppers. Mm. Dinner led to the business. But them spicy peppers stayed on my hand. Let's just no, say it no, burned no, everywhere. No, that's the worst. That's I'll, the worst. I'll read you another one. My husband was trying to be cute one time and uh, wanted to hug me from behind. He is six foot tall. I am five two. He wrapped his arms around my neck and accidentally squeezed way too hard. I began coughing and choking until my eyes watered. <laughs> at first, oh at first he thought I was faking it and. Made Made fun of me until he realized I couldn't actually breathe. He spent the entire weekend apologizing, saying that it's not his fault that he's so strong. Oh my god! Wow. Uh, let me read you this one here. I wish everybody would just air out their dirty laundry. Well, here's another one. Yeah, uh, this woman support. this woman just wrote us, I tried to impress my boyfriend on a trampoline with some cheerleading tricks and kicks. He bounced down while I was bouncing up, and I kicked him in the mouth. I chipped his tooth and made his mouth bleed. I was left with a blue, bruised toe and a clear bite mark on it. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Oh, so no. Funny. Sexy can go wrong so fast though, you know, if you're not if you're not yeah, careful. It really can. 100%. But you don't also want to plan it being sexy cuz then it's just a total failure. Yeah, no, I think a lot of a, a lot of the ones that I hear where sexy goes wrong is somebody trying to do a move that they haven't been trained to do. Right. You yeah. Know what I mean? Oh yeah. You're just going in blind, yeah. hoping that it works. <laughs> oh my god, I have another story. I have another story. Oh, go, for okay. go for it, go for it. Go for it. So I do a dance heels um, every Wednesday before, right? To do the sexy dance, it's an hour dance. And then I tried to do that move to an ex boyfriend before and what I was doing, I stepped on his toe with the freaking four-inch heels. Oh. It was terrible. Yeah, the, the heel dug almost so deep in between his um, his big toe and then I stood beside it. And I was like, oh, my God. He was in pain. It was red. You've really hurt a lot of ex-boyfriends, huh? <laughs> you're, like the, you're like the Black <laughs> Widow. <laughs> thanks, Jessa. I'm going to read you one more, Roz. Yes, please. A few years ago, my girlfriend and I were getting down to business, and randomly, she said to me, quote, tackle me like you tackle your football friends. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it killed the mood so bad, I just couldn't keep going, and she got all sad and felt bad. Uh, we still joke about it from time to time, but that was probably the worst mood killer possible. <laughs> tackle me like you tackle your football friends. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. One month exactly to Christmas I know, Day. It's crazy. Wow. That's crunch time. It is. Like, I know we can talk about crunch time, but when you're one month, that's crunch time. I still haven't bought anything. Button? <laughs> I've not bought a darn oh, thing. Maybe a grammar book. It's interesting. When somebody asks you, like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't have an answer for that. Same. Catherine always asks me what I want. I'm like, I don't have an answer. 
Oh, I know what I want. I don't. I know. I, I you want a dog. So bad. Yeah. I've How's no that conversation going at home? Because you've wanted a dog for how long now? I, forever. Yeah. Like since Matthew and I got together and he always keeps tricking me with things. You know, for my like he birthday. He buys you accessories for the dog. For my birthday, he got me a box, and in the box was a dog bowl, a little tiny baseball hat for the dog. And he's like, You think a dog gonna wear a baseball hat? Oh my god, is there, is there another box somewhere where the dog is like, no, no, this just means I'm thinking about it. But didn't he buy you something else recently too? Yeah, so he got custom stockings for our uh, mantle that yeah, we don't have. He one for the dog. And he got a Maury, a Matthew, and a tiny little uh, one. You say a mantle that you don't have? Yeah, we don't have a mantle. Oh, so you gotta buy you a mantle now? Yeah. <laughs> so he got a tiny little Andy yeah. for our dog stocking. Okay, so here's it. So Matthew bought a stocking for the dog. Their dog that they don't have already has a name. Yeah. And a bowl. And a bowl. And a leash. They've already oh. named their dog. And, and, one more thing, yeah. and one more thing came out on Friday. Yeah. Another what came, what? came on Friday? A Swarovski-encrusted dog tag with the, the name on it. With Andy on it. Yeah, Andy, Andy Monroe. Andy Monroe. Hold on a second. So Matthew bought a necklace for the dog? Yeah. yeah. That, like, how much was it? Well, so it was like 100 bucks, I guess? Yeah. For Andy Monroe. The dog that they don't have. And that, that already has a stocking and a baseball hat. And, <laughs> and the hook for the stocking. <laughs> Is that not the wildest thing you've ever heard, man? So like, like, the li why? Their lives are so weird. Can I so tell you this? We, we act out at home as though we have a dog. So it'll be 9 p.m. and I'm like, and Matthew will be like, well, are you going to go walk Andy or, or is Andy going to have to pee on the carpet? I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll go walk Andy. So, and then do you physically leave the condo and then come back? Like, no, I'll stand at the door and go. I don't. I don't know. It sounds to me like Matthew's having an affair. <laughs> yeah, he's like, leaving you for some guy named who Andy. Who has that much power in a relationship where they make their partner go and walk the fake dog to just, to just prove that oh, they're responsible the enough to walk a dog? The fake dog is not allowed on the bed. Right. <laughs> of course not. You got to establish the rules early, bro. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Mm, let's talk about food with Air Transat and those gourmet meals that they offer. Uh, breakfast as well, created by celebrity Quebec chef Daniel Vizina. Yeah, hold on here. Let me just give me one second. I gotta. Right. I, I want to see here. Um, what are you doing? I just want to Google for one quick second some of the stuff that's on this menu because I know we talk about it all the time. Yeah. But if you get a chance right now and you're and you're near your phone, I just Googled the Air Transat um, menu in Club Class. Yeah. Because it says here, each meal oh served with a salad, dessert, glass of wine. Breakfast is served with a croissant, yeah. yogurt, orange juice, coffee. And then the, the chef's menu by uh, Daniel Vizina is just like a wide variety of things. Right. And when you just, there's the one picture that just shows up like right on the main page when you when you look and it's it's just like it's chicken with like a gravy and a green and a little beautiful like mm. potato like it's the food is spectacular it's not what you would expect to get on a plane no and that's the whole thing with airplane food is that historically like the joke is the food on airplanes is terrible like it's a joke because it's true yeah. for the most part but really when you sit down and you go through this menu and then they actually put it in front of you and you eat it it's the most enjoyable meal you'll have on a flight guaranteed so you can get this gourmet meal this chef's menu by Daniel Vizina uh, when you fly club class, but a limited number of meals are available for purchase on flights to Europe and South, the South, uh, in economy class. So that's a bonus for you right there. You just have to pre-order those at least 72 hours before your flight. So, 
You want to check out the pictures. You want to get these deals. You want to see what your options are. Uh, go to their website right now, airtransat.com. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I have an email to read to you. Yeah, man. Roz and Mocha at kiss925.com. Roz and Mocha, last week, you guys were talking about soap operas and something about hating Eric Braden. I love Victor Newman. What's the story? Oh, God. So to go along with the explanation, I actually have the conversation here. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, so if we want to go through the story, yeah. and then I can play for everybody um, exactly what went down in November <laughs> of 2011. 2011? Yeah. So the hate for Victor Newman oh, wow. has been strong for eight years. Yeah, so, okay, so we were... He was offered up to us. They came to us. We didn't go to them to do this interview. And I don't even know what he was promoting. Some, I don't even know. What was he promoting? Just the show? No, we wouldn't have done an interview just to promote the show. Okay, yeah, he was doing an appearance and he wanted to do some press. Victor Newman from Young and the Restless, by the way. Yeah. Or Eric Braden. And he wanted to do some press. And we were like, yeah, sure. You know, a lot of people love the show. A lot of people love Victor Newman. He's got that voice and it'll be totally fun. But the way that it worked was he couldn't come on live during the show. So we were going to talk to him after the show and then just sort of play around with it and have some fun with it the next day. Fair enough. No problem. And we had him scheduled for a certain time. And he, like, we called him and then we walked into the studio and he was on hold and we sat down and we tried to say hi to him. And at that point, everything just should have been fine because... We were like, we were on time, but like, you know, it takes time to put somebody on hold and transfer a call and all this other stuff. And we were super pumped to talk to Victor Newman. And then we got him on the line and this is just how the conversation went. What's happening? How's it going? Fine, thank you. How are you? Doing fantastic. How's the... uh, You guys are six minutes late. Sorry? You guys are six minutes late. Yeah, sorry. You do television or what do you do? Radio show. I do both. I do TV and a radio show. Okay, brother. So, how long have you been on YNR now? 30, 30 years. 30 years. 31 years. When you meet people, <laughs> when Mocha's mom and his two sisters found right? out that yeah, we were talking, they, the three of them lost their mind. Mm-hmm. Are you ever get used to that? Uh, it's always very nice, you know. Obviously, it's, it's, it's very nice. And when people meet you, when your when your fans line up to meet you and stuff, uh, do they ask you? Do they do they sometimes mistake you for um, your character, Victor Newman? Yeah. Uh, well, that inevitably happens when you watch a show for that many years or whatever, and if you see just see the character, you inevitably identify with the character. Yeah. Do you like doing press? Do you enjoy like this pro this part of the job? Yeah. But when I when I call at six o'clock, it's six o'clock in the morning here. Yeah. Someone needs to pick up the damn phone. Okay. It's five past six. Anyway, here we go. All right, okay. Eric, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank Enjoy you. Toronto yeah. when you come down. Right. <laughs> Yo, right? The Just drama crusty. right off the Just, bat. Like, for God's sakes, you know what I mean? It was, and it wasn't six minutes, it was four. But, like, we called... Here's the thing, is that we called him on time. Yeah. It just takes a minute to get everything set. Like, if you go and do any show in the world, like, nobody walks into the building and they walk them from reception onto set. Right. Like, it just doesn't happen. When you call into somewhere like this, we need to make sure everything's cool and everything's ready to go. We need to make sure the guest is on the phone and he's on hold and everything is great. 
But yeah, so just don't be crusty, man. Like you've been in show business for 50 years. Yeah. You know how it works. Like sometimes when you're doing a big show, you got to sit and wait for four minutes. So we were like, okay, after that, well, what do we do? So we played that interview. And then what else do we do? Oh, well, let's take his answer and turn it into a remix song. Eric Braden. Eric Braden. Oh, yeah. You do television or what do you do? Yeah. Okay, brother. Eric Braden. Guys, six minutes late. 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 Oh. Anyway, here we go. Somebody should pick up the phone. Phone. You guys are six minutes late. 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 Yeah, it's when I call at six o'clock. It's six o'clock in the morning here. Somebody should pick up the dumb phone. Okay? Five past six. Somebody should pick up the dumb phone. Phone. Yeah. Phone. You guys are six minutes late. Yeah. Late. Late. Yeah, it's when I call at six o'clock. It's six o'clock in the morning here. Somebody should pick up the dumb phone. Okay? Five past, five past six. <laughs> So that's the Eric Braden story, yeah, everybody. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Roz and Mocha. I have a quick question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, what's your um, name? Daniela. Daniela, welcome to the show. Thank you. I listen to you guys all the time. You guys are awesome. Oh, thanks. So my question to you is, me and my husband constantly talk about this, and it's, what would you do if you won the lottery? We have, like, this master plan yeah. <laughs> what we would do. And I wonder, like, do you and your, your spouses talk about this regularly like us? Well, first of all, um, before we tell you what uh, our answer is, what's your answer? Like, what's the master plan oh, with you and your husband? For sure, like, we live, like, up north far, so we want to come back down to, like, closer to the city, like, where you live, like, in Aurora or Richmond Hill. But, and that, you know, is almost impossible for us because it's so expensive now. But, anyways, that and, like, my husband has a nice list of cars of what he wants to get. Basically, a Ferrari's in the works of that. Uh, we've talked about this a lot, and my plan is already laid out. Now, are we, we're talking like 30 mil, not two, right? Yeah, okay. yeah like a good sum. Yeah. yeah, so I would disappear and um, yeah. I would give Mocha a large chunk of money that he, I would figure what he would have made working with me say for another 10 years and I would probably triple it just because oh, I would so just nice. because I would feel guilty leaving you high and oh, dry. Uh, I would delete everything I had. I would delete all Instagram and social media and Twitter and really? everything. Wait, here's a question. Yeah. So if you delete all that stuff, right? Yeah. Would you create a fake account just so you could see what's happening? Maybe eventually. I might yeah. just make it all like super private and then just delete gotcha. everybody who follows me. Right. Like, it, right. Okay. okay. So I would do that. And then the part of the master plan is I would draft letters and those letters would be to people in my life that I'm extremely close to. And in that envelope, what it would be is a phone number to reach me and a check for like a hundred grand. And the check for a hundred grand would be so they do not ever share my number with anybody else who did Ooh. not get a letter. Damn. And there would be very few of those and I would literally disappear. Yeah. I have like, honestly, like the first thing, change the phone numbers because you have yeah. every uh, long lost Cousin gonna call you, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Wait, so I, have I, I have a question. I have a question. Wait, no, I have a, no, I have a more important uh, question. No, I have a really you know, important question. You're good. So, I've got a question. <laughs> you've given yeah, me. You're, you're already rich. Okay. No, I know, I know. But here's, 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 my, something my something that you said. Important. Something that you said, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that you would, and I appreciate it. Trust me. I appreciate yeah. the dollar amount to make up for lost wages, right? right? Yeah. Would 
and not that I'm being greedy. Okay, yeah, no, go okay? ahead, yes. But would I also be entitled to an additional hundred grand <laughs> like, would you- for, for keeping, keeping your contact info private? Uh, yes, you would. That okay, would be that okay. would be above and beyond. Okay, 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 okay that okay. would be that would be above and beyond. Can we come over to here now? Yes, sure, yes, more. Yes. yes. Don't worry. My question. question is this: Do you not feel bad and want to fork over some money so that I can live again? Because Mocha's already great. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. So, uh, because I, I would need to live. Well, you're able-bodied. You're a young man. As is Mocha. You got a good mustache. As does Mocha. Right. Yeah. Do you not want? Do you not feel bad and want to make sure that I'm good for 10 years? No, I know you'd be good. You're no, a resourceful guy. No, I would not. You're a resourceful guy. Yeah, I have all the faith in the world in you, Moore. Good luck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I have all the faith in the world with you. You'd land on your feet. I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're going to be out of work forever. I think you'd find a job in a second. Yeah, bagging groceries. No, come on, Maury. Also, Listen, nothing if, wrong with that. Maury, okay, I'm going to tell you something right now. If the only <laughs> other thing that you're good at, right, if you didn't have this show, you'd be bagging groceries, then why are you here? No, I'm just saying, like, oh. I'm... No, but like if he's getting some money to make sure he, why wouldn't you give your other money? Because I would some feel money? bad for bailing on Mocha. You don't feel bad on bailing on me? <laughs> no. You're a resourceful <laughs> guy. You'd land on your feet. Wow. Oh, my goodness. What? That's you so like, rude. You like Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I only have so many feelings, Moore. Yeah, I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't have feelings for like all sorts of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god All joking aside Would I what? You give me a little No uh, No this is why I'm changing my numbers Because people like you Want a little I piece I don't need to find you I just want money <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Danielle I love you No problem oh, good, luck. good luck by the way With that next Lotto Max jackpot 50 million bucks I know You gotta play it in order to win it right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright bye guys this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, I have a question. Yeah, man. Is Canada now starting to release 911 calls? I thought we didn't do that. Um, I, I, th- it's, I think that it's up to the discretion of the police services division to use as like educating people because or training because it really in the states it happens all the time well not everywhere i mean yeah i, I mean, mean mainly yes. in florida but like we can't we like you don't there's a lot of differences like we don't release mug shots right right i mean it's like that when whenever you see people that's why it's always like a picture from their social media mm-hmm. and not their and not their nasty mug shot because like in toronto you never get a mug shot unless sometimes it's uh if if like the police are on the hunt for them, and they maybe had like a previous record. Sure, yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. Yeah. you will see that. But nine one one calls, and I, I think that they use them when they're trying to educate people on how to not call nine one one. Like they released a bunch of nine one one calls when everybody started calling nine one one over the Amber Alerts. Right, that's right, a, and just, that's the first time yes. that I really heard that happen. Yeah, I think they do it to shame people into education on how to properly use nine one one. So there's a new one that was released. And, God, I can't believe this happened in our country. Yeah. But I believe that this happened in our country. Yeah. Listen to this. 911, do you need police, fire, ambulance? This is in terms of an officer. Uh, I'm supposed to have a trip to Union Station. The ride that was supposed to show up for me this morning did not. And I don't know how you guys work with services in terms of that, because I'm in a taxi right now, but it's not going to get me to the station on time for um, 
my train to board at 9.45. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. So you're in a taxi cab and you think you're going to be late for your train ride at Union Station? Yeah. And so what would you like an officer to do? I do you guys offer emergency ride services or not? <laughs> an emergency ride service. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know how you guys operate with me. Well, I can assure you we don't do that. My apologies. Okay, so you can okay. you can call a cab or get in the cab and, and, and go to your appointment. Thank okay, you. you're welcome. Okay. Bye. So this woman in Toronto is trying to get to Union Station. Yeah. The big train station, big terminal. You get the buses there, the trains, everything. Yeah. And she's running late and asks if 911, if the police offer offer yeah. any type of service that um, will transport emergency ride service like an emergency cab or yeah. an emergency uber okay millennial <laughs> like, come on yeah come on yeah. yes yeah but do you not understand i'm gonna be late yes and she, you know what she's not alone she's not alone can i tell you it's not alone in this city alone okay yeah. last night there were accidents. Yeah. There were stabbings. Yeah. And there were shots that rang out across the city. Different yes. instances across the city. Yes. Where 911 was called yeah. and tended to. Yeah. But do you not understand that this girl was late, Mocha? And she's trying to get her train. Yeah. And she calls 911. Yes. The same service that we call yes, yes. when you hear a gunshot in this city. Yes. Or when there's an accident yes. that takes place. Yes. Or when somebody gets stabbed. Yes. Yes. She called 911. I don't think you're getting it, though. She was late, though. Let's listen to this for her again. train. 911, <laughs> do you need police, fire, ambulance? This is in terms of an officer. Uh, I'm supposed to have a trip to Union Station. It's the ride that was supposed to show up for me this morning did not. And I don't know how you guys work with services in terms of that because I'm in a taxi right now but it's not going to get me to the station on time for um, my train to board at 9.45. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. So you're in a taxi cab and you think you're going to be late for your train ride at Union Station? Yeah. And so what would you like an officer to do? Uh, do you guys offer emergency ride services or not? An emergency ride service. <laughs> no, I don't know how you guys operate. Well, I can assure you we don't do that. My apologies. Okay, so you can okay. you can call a cab or get in the cab and, and, and go to your appointment. Okay, you. you're welcome. Okay. Bye. Sorry, you this has me thinking, something. though. This has me thinking. Yes. Why don't they? Shut up, man. What? No, for real. Why can't... Do you know how much money they would make, right? Underfunded. There's not enough cops. We all know that. Right for let's say two hundred and fifty bucks, oh. <laughs> police. Okay, you know what I mean. I mean a premium, okay. right? Like a premium. Tell me more. Okay, <laughs> like. <laughs> Shut up, man. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, my lovers, how are you? Ooh. Like in Sexy. a friendly way. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> What's going on? Can I tell How's you about my quick run-in with my neighbor? Sure. Tell me if this has ever happened to you, because although I don't know you, because you don't live in a condo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, go. Okay, so I'm taking an elevator, and this um, girl walks on the elevator, and I said, what floor? Because she was carrying some groceries, and she uh -huh. said three, and I'm like, oh my God, I live on the third floor. When you say girl, like older or younger? Like same age. 
as me. So older then. No, okay. no, no. Same age. <laughs> so a woman walked into the elevator. <laughs> older woman. No. Yeah, an older age. woman walked in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's carrying groceries. I'm like, what for? She says three. Yeah. I'm like, did you okay, offer cool. to help her with her groceries? No, I pushed oh, the button. You, you only push a button for an old lady? Not an old lady. She's the same age as me. So older then. Okay. <laughs> what day was this? <laughs> what day was it? Saturday. Saturday. Right. Was it Seniors Day at the mall? Yes. Is that important to the store? story? Well, I want to know. Honestly, Maybe the she... longer you do this mall, the longer the story is going to go on. Maybe. Well, that's obvious for anything, had... Roz. Maybe she had a lot of grocery bags and. So I hit three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't like, oh help my God. The out with I the live on three, too. We get oh, off yeah. at three, and yeah. she turns to the left. I'm like, oh my God, we live on the same wing. Uh-huh. And then she's unlocking her door. I'm like, you live right there. She's literally right across the hall frame. I'm like, hey, welcome to the building. When did you move in? She said 10 years ago. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, so did I. She's like, yeah, I know. I've said hi a few times. And I'm like, I had no, I had no idea this woman lived right across the hall from me for 10 years. Am I the only one who thought that this story was going to end with that woman being Maury's long-lost mother? <laughs> the story is so She's great like, in my head. She's like, it's me. And you know what? He still wouldn't have carried a groceries for her. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Jesse. Morning, Mocha. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Jesse, you wrote us this. I've recently been ghosted by someone I considered my best friend. We were very close and spoke to each other every day, and then almost overnight, we didn't speak anymore. I reached out to them to talk to them to do a pulse check on their life, but I would get one-word replies or sometimes nothing at all. I've come to terms that we aren't friends anymore because a few months have passed and still no contact. My question is, should I reach out to them and get closure on the situation or just be like Elsa and let it go? Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) You're very proud of that line, Jesse. Um, Uh, Jesse, uh, friend, boy or girl? Uh, Girl. Uh Jesse? Oh, here we go. Does your female friend have a boyfriend? No. Are you sure? Last time I checked, she okay. didn't. Okay. Are, are you straight or are you gay? No, I'm straight. You're straight. Okay. Do you have a girlfriend? Yes, married. You're married. Oh, why why yeah. is your best friend a woman when you're married, bro? That's weird. Oh, that's fair. I knew you were going to say that too. When I, as soon as I posted, it was like, oh, Roz was going to rip me one. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's just, it was more circumstance and, and, uh, and proximity more than anything else. Like, sure. I mean, we, we worked together. We, uh, we had, we shared a lot of common interests and then we just got along really well. There was nothing ever, anything more than just a friendship. But, okay, like, but how does your wife feel about that? Uh, she was cool with it. She was cool with it? Yeah, well, she is cool with it. She didn't say anything otherwise. Okay. When, okay. when, okay. When all this was, uh, you wrote, you wrote this, there's something interesting in the beginning of your FML letter to us, which okay. is, I'm going to reread it to you. I've recently been ghosted by someone I considered my best friend. Now, did she consider you her best friend? I, I, Maybe not her best friend, but at least one of her good friends. Okay. Was she friends with your wife? Yeah. Does she love you? Absolutely she was. No, I don't think so, no. You don't think so? I'd be willing to bet that she wasn't, no. Okay. Okay. Have you guys ever hooked up? No, never, 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 never. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, So, listen, things like this are, are, you know... uh, 
people can walk away from any sort of relationship for a number of reasons. And they may not even be reasons that you've realized or that you ever may find out. Maybe to you, this was a two-sided relationship, but maybe to her, this was a very one-sided relationship. You know, maybe you were getting more out of this relationship than she was. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. your role in this friendship wasn't what you thought it was. Maybe you talked a little too much. Maybe you didn't ask her enough about her life enough. Maybe you weren't encouraging her in, you know, her pursuing her goals and you weren't there for her as a friend, even though you considered that she was there for you as a friend. Like maybe it wasn't as friendly as you might have thought. How long were you guys friends for? Uh, About a year and a half. Hold on a second here. Did you meet this woman after you were already married? Uh, No. Okay. You met her before you got married. Was she invited to your wedding? Uh, no, she wasn't. We're Why just not? casual friends then. We were just casual friends then, and then sort of as time grew on, we started to get closer and closer. Question. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, this, yeah, 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 yeah. Is this woman like your work wife? Um... I wouldn't say so. No, no. Do you see her on? A, do you see her on a regular basis? Uh, again, we used to, but uh, like we used to see each other every day because we did work with each other. Okay. But like we did, I wouldn't consider her my, her my work wife, nor would I. Um, yeah. So you knew her before you got married, but you guys were not like super close best friends at that point, right? No, no. And then we started to work together, and then that's when we became like really close. Right. So you became best friends with a woman like in the same period as you were a newlywed. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I guess you would say so. Bruh. That, that I wonder if track. she caught feelings for you sort of because you like. guys like work so close together and knowing that you're married, she wants to distance herself from the situation and more importantly from you. Maybe. I guess that, that might have been a case, but um, my... I also left that job too, right? Yeah. Uh, you so, need to leave this girl alone. Yeah. Or maybe, hey, listen, man, maybe you were her work husband and then you left and she's like, you know what? We weren't actually ever really that close anyway. And you're married and I find it weird. <laughs> so maybe we're just yeah. not going to, maybe we're yeah. just not going to hang out anymore. Don't, don't reach out to her anymore. Yeah, listen, this, you've been friends with this person for how long now? Like a year and a half? A year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that long, dude. That's what she yeah, said. I know. You know You're what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I know, and I know it sucks and it hurts. And you know, you, you may not miss them all that much, but you just want a little bit of closure. Now, do you have the right to reach out when somebody ghosts you? Of course you do. Um, you know, do they have the right to not apply? To not reply? Of course they do. But he's reached right. out already. No, I know. And she's not replying. Yeah. So, like, leave the situation alone. Go and spend time with your wife, for God's sake. Yeah, you want something to do? Yeah. Get a hobby, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you want you want to feel better about yourself? Take your wife for dinner, man. I, and stop and stop moping do, around. Stop moping around that you're you're <laughs> that the other woman in your life isn't writing you back. No fair. Okay, right. I, I knew it. I knew it. Well, I wrote this. I was like, Roz is gonna kill me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, Correct. there you go. We just <laughs> fixed your life by telling you to go spend time with your wife. I know my wife is well, is lovely too, okay. and I and I spend time with her as much as possible. Thanks. All right, bro. There you go, Jesse. <laughs> Thanks so much, brother. Much appreciated, guys. Thanks. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Aaron's looking for love, Roz. Aren't we all? And uh, and he did I'm something kidding. about it after uh, some failed attempts on some other dating uh, dating apps. Yeah, so the story is this, the headline. Uh, lonely guy Aaron Smith develops his own app, his own dating app, where you can swipe and swipe and swipe, but he's the only guy on it. <laughs> Aaron's on the phone with us. What's up, dude? Hey there. Yo, it's tough out there, huh? Oh, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on, stud? How's life? Uh, it's okay. You know, uh, same old, same old. I'm getting lots and lots of random friend requests from... Uh, there's a lot of people from Brazil hitting me up. Yeah. It's hilarious. 
I don't know what's going on in Brazil. I know they've got like a lot of turmoil, but I can't do anything for them. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Like, so you created yeah. the story is you created a dating app called Singularity where you're the only dude on the app. But what what yeah, it is it's is that ninety percent a joke. No, that's I, yeah, I get that. So what this is 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 it, it this is basically is it still like it seems like it's promotion for something, but is it promotion for some new venture that you're going to be getting into, or is it simply promotion for oh. yourself where you're actually Oh, I wish I was just... but but are you like <laughs> is all of this still like is the sort of basis for all of this joke still to just try and get you dates or is there something else going on? Uh, really, honestly, the uh, so the 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 whole idea a month ago is, was I had a whole bunch of crappy dates and I was getting all bummed out about it and I figured rather than make some emo Facebook post about it, yeah. I'm like you know what I'm going to shoot a comedy sketch about a dating app for me in which I am the only possible person you can match with, which is a ridiculous idea because why would anyone, uh, like, like what's <laughs> in that for, for, the, for the women uh, who would use it? You wouldn't go to McDonald's if it had just one item. Yeah, can I get the food, please? <laughs> no, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't work. Right. Uh, that's why, like, right at the beginning of the uh, commercial, uh, my, my, my friend says, there's got to be a better way. And I say, well, there isn't. Okay. Okay. So what are you, you're a comedian? Uh, not really. Oh, I, I mean, okay. I have a sense of humor. No, he's just lonely. Uh, I mean, I make okay. <laughs> you're just lonely, right? So it's, just a fun, it's a fun video yeah, and it's I'm, a fun I'm website. I'm just pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're, you're, the, man's just, the man's just lonely. But is the ultimate goal, like, are you like, are you legit just, did this all come from a place of where you were frustrated with finding love? And, and this is just, you got you to gotta carve out your mark. You know what I mean? mean in this world well, where yeah, it, um, is this just you sort of you know, trying to find a, a be a voice and just in, in, a, in, a, in an area or on platforms where it is almost seems impossible to stand out yeah well I mean I, I guess the, uh, the the goal with with the, with the commercial was basically just to sort of acknowledge something that we can all relate to while providing no real solution. But all this press has to be leading. I mean, you know, there's no better aphrodisiac, we know this, than fame. You know what I mean? Like, the, like sure. all, all of this has to be helping a little bit. Well, I mean, I've been, I've been uh, talking to a few people here and there. I've at least been making, making some friends. Uh, <laughs> That's it? You, you so. went through all this and made a couple friends? <laughs> look, 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 look. The, the whole thing has, been, uh, has only been, been really out there for like a week. I mean, okay. like... Would I be surprised if some, uh, something ends up coming from this, like, romantically? No. Would I be surprised if something doesn't uh, come from it? No. No. I'm just, uh, I'm happy that people are, uh, people are, for the most part, getting the joke. Again, yeah. I, I tell people it's 90% satire. But if I end up, like, like you know, getting a family out of it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm not going to turn it down. Uh, All right, buddy. Uh, yeah. Thanks very much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Raza Mogi Show. It's called the Singularity app. Although it's not an actual app that you can download, because I went looking for it in the app store. You have to go to uh, to a website yeah, on a, your phone, right? It's a web app. Thanks so much, man. Later. Thanks. Have a good one. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. It's a good day, Roz. It's a good day oh, from no. my hometown of Scarborough. Time to celebrate. What's going on? Stand up, Scarborough. Be proud. Mm-hmm. All of our hard work and angry tweets paid off. Oh, is this because of that the, the picture of the, the... We were talking about this last week where <laughs> if you search Scarborough on Google, not only does a map of Scarborough show up, but the picture that accompanies that map, it shows a house that last year had a massive basement fire. 
So it was just like a rundown, decrepit-looking yeah. place. <laughs> the picture for Scarborough looked like garbage, right? Like when you Googled Scarborough, the picture that came up just uh, looked like garbage. So everybody complained. Even the mayor. The mayor was like, yo, Google, you got to fix this. Yeah. Right? And then Michael Thompson, who's a counselor, was like, yo, Google Canada, I want you guys to like publicly apologize for the Please. photo, right? So they untagged, they removed that photo whenever you search and it just showed a map. Um, so yesterday, Google Canada yeah. paid tribute to Scarborough Did with a series of tweets. <laughs> yeah, and they had a nice little graphic and everything in the Google colors that said uh, hashtag ScarbTO. That's awesome. Because John Tory was like, yo, you got to shake up your algorithm. Like, do something about it, right? Yeah. So then they shared a bunch of tweets promoting Scarborough. And the first tweet read, how much do we love you from Scarborough? Mm -hmm. Or how much do we love you, Scarborough? Mm -hmm. Let's count the ways. And a couple of the tweets. Every summer, searches, uh, every summer, searches for Scarborough Bluffs peak globally. Uh, plan a visit with Google Maps. And make sure to check out all 11 parks with amazing views. We're not bluffing. No, that's awesome. Another tweet. Two words. Lily Singh, one of the most famous uh, YouTube creators on the planet, was born and raised in Scarborough. She isn't shy about it either. Another one. What is 22 times the size of Central Park and has over 1,700 species of wildlife? Rouge National Urban Park. Explore mm -hmm. the gorgeous landscapes on Street View. I don't, mean, pictures I don't want to bring down me. the party here, but like, are the bluffs really representative of Scarborough as a whole? Uh, yes. <laughs> Having spent many nights drinking there? No, 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 no. I mean aesthetically. Yeah, why well, do you think everyone like every year wants to climb to get that? No, I know. But when, like, I know. I will say, no, no, no. Can I just tell you? Yeah. The bluffs? Like, when was the last time you went there? Seriously. I, I'm past them all the time on the train. No, no, no. But all like, actually gone in. Like, we went there last summer. It yeah. is beautiful. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I I'm, love not, it I'm not saying that they're not as beautiful as they look in pictures. Yeah. My question was, are beautiful pictures of the Scarborough Bluffs really... Uh -huh. The best representative, best representation of Scarborough as a whole. I mean, not as a whole. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it is, it is a very nice part. Yes, it is a very nice part. Scarborough. Okay, I'm sorry. I should. Uh, Lions, monkeys, zebras. Oh my! Scarborough is home to over five thousand animals. At the yeah, Toronto the zoo. zoo. Uh, all day breakfast? Question mark. Open twenty four hours? Question mark. Kids menu? Question mark. Markham Station has been a beloved Scarborough institution for Truth. over 15 years and a great at any hour. 2,000 reviewers can't be wrong. Truth. Yo, we used to kill Markham Station yeah. on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. Oh, my Is God. Is that one of the places they kicked you out of or no? Oh, I never got kicked you out of there. You never got kicked out? No, never got you. kicked out of there. No, good for you. We were always nice because they had like amazing, amazing food. Uh, and then they ended off, Google Canada ended off, ended off all of their tweets by saying, Scarborough is more than just a, uh, just a Google search result. And we know that we've only scratched the surface on why it's a wonderful place to visit and live. That's Hashtag great. Scarborough TL. See, there you go. I mean, not to be nitpicky or anything. Right, yeah, but... <laughs> I appreciate we, the love. Okay, yeah, okay? yeah. But growing up in Scarborough, yeah. there's a couple of spots that they missed. <laughs> You know what Come I'm saying? on, man. Like they could have. You're not going to get it all. Take the win, for God's sake. Like, they didn't mention Scarborough Town Center. No. They didn't mention Malvern Town Center. No, you don't get, they don't, nobody cares about malls. They didn't mention Johnny Burger at Victoria Park and okay. Shepherd. Okay, okay. 
They didn't mention Mona's Roti, which is like a staple in Scarborough. Yeah, okay, everybody whooping it up in here. They what didn't mention... Shout it out again. What's that Roti place called? Mona's Roti. Mona's Are you Roti, okay. Sh- yeah, see, Chef yeah, works here on the Ronald's Mocha Show. He know. knows. People Chef, know. you ever been to Twilight? At, what? Uh, what? Yeah, see? Yeah, Twilight? Okay. I'm a county shepherd? Yeah, all right. They didn't mention Twilight. Yeah. All right, man. Listen. You want the best wonton noodle soup you've ever had in your entire life? Here's what they forgot to mention. Okay. Wonton chai noodle at okay. Brimley and Shepherd. All right, cool. Made I'm, fresh every day. Listen, man, I'm best. with you on this. I'm not like, oh, I'm not fighting me. you on this. It's just this carbon inside like, that's coming thank up. Thank you. Very defensive right. here. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you see this crazy Mike Babcock story? No. Oh, no. Since they fired Mike Babcock, um, like Mike Commodore, who used to play for him on a couple different teams, just went off on him online, just calling him like the biggest dirtbag, and then nobody likes him, and wow. just really like vile, vile you stuff. You know, he must but, have had those tweets saved in his drafts oh, for like years. He's like, one day on. I'm going to be able to hit the button to send it out to the world. So now I guess there's a lot of other stories coming out. And one of the stories was when Mitch Marner was renegotiating um, his deal, one of the, the sort of rumors that came out was that he had said, or his camp had said, that he felt disrespected by the organization. Mm. And everybody's like, what the hell do you mean disrespected? You're like the star, and you're going to make a ton of money, and you get a ton of ice time. How, like, where do you get off saying disrespected? And it really put Mitch Marner into a bad light. Yeah. And so now one of the stories has come out and people have confirmed it and that was in the 2016-2017 year when Mitch was like a rookie Mike Babcock went to Mitch Marner and asked him to put a list together of how he felt were the laziest people on the team (gasps) starting from the least lazy to the most lazy And Mitch was like a rookie and he wanted to make his coach happy. So he put a list from one to 20 of who he thought was the least lazy to the the most lazy. But he put himself on the bottom, right? Because he felt that he needed to work harder and he's a good kid and he doesn't want to upset anybody. So he thought he was the most lazy. So he put himself at the bottom is the way the story goes. Okay. But then doesn't Babcock take this list and go to the other players that are just above him (gasps) and say, this is what Mitch did. (laughs) <laughs> no he didn't yeah. come on coach right you don't do that to a rookie right and apparently that's not the first time he's done that with a player either really yeah here trust me <laughs> trust me i need your help on this kid can you help a coach out want to help you want to make your coach happy here's what i need you to do yeah oh. exactly and then he took that list and he brought it to the people who are on the bottom of the list oh my <laughs> god dude that's so mean that's right? so wrong that's so wrong. Yeah. I can't believe he did yeah, that. Yeah. Rat. So what? I, Rat. Um, I wonder, oh, oh, and can I tell you the other, the other best part about this? There's a best part? Yeah. You know when he did it? What? On like the weekend where all the players bring their dads with them. Oh my God. Yeah. Are you he, serious? Yeah, he did it on Father's weekend? He did it on Dad's weekend. <laughs> A lot of people knew about it. Like it's, it, it came out in a bunch of places uh, yesterday and, and, and today, and a bunch of people knew about it but, it, but it hadn't been fully confirmed by anyone who was either on the list or in the room. Yeah. And now that Babcock's gone, people have been able to confirm the story. All the, the secrets story. are coming out. All the secrets are coming oh, out. no. Mitch Martyr. <laughs> Come on, bro. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. 
Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? How about What's your name? Mike. This is what Mike wrote to us via text okay. at 925555. Yeah. Been listening a long time. Awesome show. Throughout the years, I would agree with everything that Roz says, except for two things. Oh. So... I'm like real curious. Wow, I said a lot of things because you didn't follow up, right, with what those two things are, and the spectrum is so wide because Ross and I have been doing this show for over ten years now. God. So what specifically are these two things, and when did they happen, and what was said? Oh, it's because I was listening to a past uh, podcast. Okay, and uh, I'm only on like sixty something. Okay. Okay. Wow. And we got more than double the that first now. Thing, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing is... Um, can, you, can you hold on for one second? Can you hold on for one second? Uh, sure. If he says the thing about driving in the fast lane, I'm, I'm hanging up on him, okay? Because <laughs> I can't have... I can't do a driving in the fast lane conversation right now. Okay, okay go. Okay. okay, go ahead, man. Yeah, so the first thing is, grilled cheese is 100% a lunch item. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Not, not a breakfast item. Okay, all right. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, Shevin, Dan, Mori, can you guys find out which uh, which episode we talked about grilled cheese? Which oh, podcast episode? Please. Okay. Was, I think it was like sixty one or sixty three or something like that. Okay. okay. So sixty one or sixty three. We were talking about whether or not grilled cheese uh, <laughs> is considered a breakfast or what or lunch or just like yeah, so what time of a, day? Whether it was a breakfast food or yeah. Lunch Mocha, food. Mocha said like any time of day. Ross said hundred percent. Uh, breakfast item. No, no, no. It's a hundred percent lunch item. Okay, okay. okay. Anyway, what's the, what's the other thing? You, what's the other thing you disagree with me on? That's a good one. The second thing: no one has any business putting anything else other than ketchup on a hot dog. What are you, what are you talking Wait, about? Anything other than a ketchup? Other than other than ketchup? Other than ketchup? Only ketchup on a hot dog. Okay. Now now it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> now it now it all now it all makes sense. Because Roz is a big fan of mustard and mustard only on a hot dog. No, I'm I'm a I'm a bigger fan of never putting ketchup on a hot dog. Or never putting yeah, ketchup on anything because right. you hate ketchup. That's right. Okay, so obviously you have mother issues, right? You're, there's still a part of you that is oh, very childlike because <laughs> she let you down, and you find you need to you need to regress back to a point in your life of where things were happy, and, and ketchup is that sort of thing for you, right? I love ketchup. Yeah, exactly. I know, and it's, un- and it's unfortunate about your mother. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was what sixty three uh, episode sixty three of the yeah. uh, of the Raza Mocha Show podcast is when we talked about right. grilled cheese. Right, ketchup is for what did I always used to say? Ketchup is for children and peasants. Y- yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a big child. <laughs> oh my God, Mike! Thank you so much for the text, and thank you for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. It was nice talking to you guys. Oh, hey, 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 hey. hey. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, hands down, Roz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I uh, legit my wife thought I was... prefers Roz, and my daughter prefers Roz, too. Oh. Oh, wow. I, I legit thought I was going to get the W on that one. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good day, Mike. Later, bro. You too, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, the TTC is going to stop selling tokens and tickets this week. Oh wow! So what are you supposed to do? What do you? How do you even know? What's the system now? Uh, presto! You got to buy the presto card. <laughs> okay, boomer. Okay, shut up, boomer. <laughs> what is that? You got a presto card? Yeah, there's nothing. I've on never it. actually held a presto card. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the world you live in. Why? Hold on now.
So what does this get you then? So you can add to it, right? You could put whatever you want on it. Yeah. And you we just, gotta explain presso cards to you, you now? And you tap it on the turnstile okay. and it opens for you oh if there's money on there. Oh my goodness. All right. Now what if you're getting on, because I see a lot of people in my neighborhood getting on the back doors of a streetcar. How yeah. do they know that you pay? Well, you tap there. You, can you tap, tap there when you go you on the back doors? Shut up. There's that technology all through yeah. the car? And you have to tap oh when you God, leave. Man. And I you gotta, tap when you leave? You tap on, tap off. That's too much. I could never be respond that responsible. <laughs> never. Oh my God. Tap this and tap that. <laughs> All right. But it doesn't have your name on it, though. What if you lose this? Then somebody else can steal it. Oh, right. That's the hustle. I knew there was a hustle. I guess that's the hustle. Anyway, so the Presto car. Presto, it's P-R-E. <laughs> what? You have to Are let you people... really going to spell Presto? You have to let people know uh-huh. what the change is. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. So again, it's very you know how long Presto cars have been around, though? Listen, listen, not long. Oh, wait, let the man finish spelling <laughs> okay, it. Okay, hold on here. Okay. So, okay, so as of Sorry, Presto is what? Okay, tickets and tokens are no longer going to be sold. So you're going to have to get yourself this thing as called, a Thursday. A Presto, the, called a Presto card. Yeah. On the top, it's just, just like the size of a credit card. On the top, it'll say Metrolinks, just in case you're, somebody tries to sell you a fake one. Uh, it doesn't have your <laughs> name on it. Uh, Presto, again, P-R-E-S-T-O. It's the Presto card. That's what you're going to need now to uh, be able to Thank use um, wow. public, public transit. In the, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh, we can get those Toronto where? Area. What's that? Oh, I don't even know that part. <laughs> <laughs> stop it, Mark. Stop it. Place. Stop it. You jerks. <laughs> okay, boo. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? It's Mike. How's it going, guys? Good, Mike. What's up? Well, I just wanted to talk about the whole Presto Pass thing. You guys got to yeah. take it easy on. You heard about to take it easy on Raw. You heard about this thing, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've had one for a couple of years, but Whatever. you mean the Presto card that's been around for seven years now? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, but you know what? You gotta you gotta take it easy on poor Raw's there. This uh, this guy can barely use his uh, high beams in his <laughs> in his Ford. Uh, what is it? The Ford. Uh, the, tw- oh, the, tw- the 2010 Ford Ranger, bro. Yeah, okay. 2010 Ford Ranger. Yeah. Because he's still got something good going for him. He's always going to be that smooth, cool dude. Oh. <laughs> wow. You know, people are just so mean. <laughs> right? You know what? I'm not mean because you are my favorite. Let's just go with that yeah, first. Yeah, it shows. <laughs> but you're my favorite because you're fun to pick on. Oh, that's great. <laughs> So what freaking laugh is that? Hey, Maury Jeez. put me up to this. So yeah. you guys got to go in on Maury now. Hey, what do you mean you, what do you, mean put you put up, you up to this? Yeah. Hold on. What do you Get mean? over here, Maury. Get over here. Well, when I, when I called, he, you know, he's, hey, how are you? Yeah. And I'm like, good. I, I, I kind of want to go in on Roz a little bit on this Presto Pass. Yeah. And what did so Maury say? Like, oh, okay. He said, okay, you, you got to go in on him. Call him daddy. <gasps> Call him daddy. No, 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 that's, that's not what I so said. Weird. No, 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 no. You don't get to say anything that's else after super that. Weird. That is extremely <laughs> inappropriate. No, but I have to he, correct him. He's getting it okay, wrong. No, 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 no. Yeah, let him correct me because he he did say something about daddy. <laughs> I said to be like, okay, daddy, kind of like, you know, make fun of Roz being like an older person. Okay. Oh, Roz can't be that old. Hold on a second here, Moore. First of all, you're 40. 41. <laughs> okay. 41. Right. Holy. Yeah. And, and also, <laughs> listen, when, when people want to sort of take a jab at somebody, 
that is older and like they're sort of old is showing. Like the new term is, as we all know, is okay boomer. But you could say like, all right, old man. Nobody says okay daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I got to agree with that. That's a I, I, whole can, I can just other picture thing. Maury in the other room being like, you know what'll really get under his skin? You just call him daddy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, call, him, call him a daddy. Yeah. Nobody nobody says that's like that's like you. No, it's all in how you say it. No. I'd be like, listen, Maury, if uh, you want your allowance this week, you got to start rubbing those feet. And then that's when you say, <laughs> okay, daddy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, brother. Thanks so much for calling. Yeah, man, you guys are great. Thanks a lot. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, J.J. Abrams, of course, the director of uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, is telling the story but refusing to say which actor is responsible. Here's J.J. Abrams in his own words. On, Ooh, uh, hold on a second. <laughs> of how disaster almost happened with... Star Wars Rise of Skywalker when a cast member lost their script. They, they had only a handful of scripts and they were printed on crazy, uncopyable paper and it was... Uh, and then one of our actors, and I'm not going to say which one. I want to, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> left it under <clears throat> their bed and it was found by someone who was cleaning their place. And it was given to someone else who then went to sell it on eBay. And someone at the company said, you know, there's a script that looks like it's a legit script that's for sale on eBay. And uh, it, So you it, bought it. And, and so, um, and they got it back before it sold. Isn't that crazy? That's a movie right there. Isn't that nuts? So who did it? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. For some reason, something is telling me that it was Daisy Ridley. It was yeah. Ray. yeah. I don't know why, and I keep saying to myself, no, it's got to be somebody else. It's got to be somebody else. Right. But I keep going back to Daisy Ridley. Yeah. I have a feeling it was her. Well, I hope it comes out because that's a fantastic story. Yeah. Like, that's, like, also, the person who took it, did you not read it? Like, is there no blog posts anywhere where this person was given details about the story? Like, did they not go through it? So no. I was I magic paper. on yeah. Reddit a few weeks ago. Yeah. And somebody, and I don't know if it's in relation to this script being left behind yeah. and somebody had it, mm -hmm. but somebody wrote out a extremely detailed plot line for The Rise of Skywalker. Oh. And I read like half of it. Yeah. And from what I've read, yeah. it's very believable. Really, huh? Based on what I've seen in the well, trailers. And, uh, and how did but you feel about it? The half that you read, how did you feel about it? Felt really good. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay, but that's now. why I had to stop. I stopped All reading because right. I was like, I don't want to know anymore. Okay, well, I'm down with that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's going on? Yo, who's this? It's Chris. How are you, Chris? Good, man. How are you guys? Good. What's good, up? Howdy. So originally I called um, just to thank you guys for spreading love, um, picking up the city, spreading nothing but positive vibes. But then Maury put me on hold and hung up on me. <laughs> Maury. <laughs> he says he didn't, but we know what the truth is. Okay. Oh, what, you heard him sigh and hang up on you? No, he put me on hold, and then I was on hold forever, and then the line just went dead. So I'm just assuming it was him. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it could have been a million things, but let's go with that. Uh, is there anything you would like to say to Dammit Maury in reference to this, him hanging up on you? Um, No, because you guys, all three of you guys do an amazing job. Why are you hanging up on fans, man? 
Maury, not nice. Come on, bro. That never happened. Well, this I guy's... just wanted to uh, thank you guys for everything you guys put out there. Yeah. Um, you guys make my morning drive, and I'm sure everybody else's morning drive enjoyable. Oh, regardless thanks. of how much traffic I'm sitting in. What kind of traffic uh, are we talking about? Like, what, what's your commute like? Where do you where do you start? Where do you end? I start in Newmarket and end in uh, Scarborough. Oh, wow. Damn. Wow. Big up Scarborough. Yeah. So were you hurt when Maury hung up on you? Uh, a, a little bit. Can I just say that it's it's kind of a compliment that he was hurt? Why? Because it means that it meant You enjoy something. hurting people? No, That's not no, nice. No, try Chris, how long have you been listening to the Ross and Mocha show for? <laughs> Uh, honestly, I could probably think about five or six years. Five or six years, and then he calls in. <laughs> calls. Five, six years as Chris has been listening, right? and yeah. then and calls you have like you know the nerve to hang up on him. <laughs> yeah, man. And now you're laughing at him. Not cool. <laughs> you know what though? It's, it's all good. Oh, you, oh, okay, okay, fine, no problem. <laughs> Maury, why are you laughing at the guy? That's not nice, man. He's a fan of the show. I know. He takes time out of his morning. On his drive from Newmarket to Scarborough every day to listen to our show. You can listen to anything else in the entire world. No. He listens to us and decides to call us and you hang up on him. And then when he calls back, when he finally gets through, you're laughing at him? Because it hurt him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you... I think you're under the impression that it hurt a lot more than it actually did. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, speaking of pain, Maury's face right now, bro. <laughs> it's something special. But in all honesty, you guys spread a lot of love, and I want to thank you guys, all three of you. Oh, Chris. Thanks, man. Really Thanks. appreciate like, it. Honestly, we appreciate it, and we're sorry that Maury's being such a jerk to you right now. All good, man. Yeah, it's all, all good. Right, Thanks, man. Take care. <laughs> You're gonna be okay, more. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is, my question is, got a problem you can't fix? Bras and mochi got you. Michael joins us from Vancouver today. Hello, Michael. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Raz and Mocha show over on uh, KISS Radio. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Yes, and the podcast, too. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Sick. Right. So you wrote yeah. us this. Uh, Raz and Mocha fixed my life. I met a girl on a dating app, and we went on three amazing dates. Date number three, she made me dinner, and we ended up hooking up. We had a connection, and she said we should meet up the following day. Then I didn't hear from her. I got a text two days later saying... She thinks I'm a sweetheart and an amazing person, but doesn't think that she's ready for, quote, this yet. And thank me for three great dates. I'm struggling to understand what went wrong. How could three awesome dates make someone ghost me? Ooh. Michael, don't take this the wrong way, but okay. she's just not into you, bro. Okay. So how was the, when you guys said you hooked up, you mean physically, right? That night? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And how did that go? It went well. How did it go? Uh, how, did it, how did it go for her? Uh, it went well for her too, but uh, I think it was the uh, first time in a while for both of us, so yeah. we weren't like uh, it, there was some awkward bits, but it's fine. It was fine. Maybe you, she wasn't into that, dude. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Do you think that maybe like she might have been? And I don't want to say I don't. When I say using, I don't mean using in 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 the like a really extreme negative way. But you know, like could this have been a woman that was maybe trying to get her groove back, and she had three great dates with you, and you guys hooked up, and she had a good time, and then she's you know back in the game. 
now kind of thing? Possibly. When she wrote you back, say, when she wrote you saying that, that you're, you know, you're a great guy, everything else, but she's not ready for this. Uh, what did you write her back? I wrote her back, like, uh, like, could we still be friends? Or Because we made a lot of plans, like, and our dates were great. We went to a lot of fun stuff. We went to Cirque du Soleil. We went for dinner at Cactus. So a lot of fun stuff that we did. And we made plans for Christmas as well, over Christmas dinners and stuff like that for our work After, parties. Hold on a second here. You guys went on three dates and you were already planning out the work Christmas parties? Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's a little yeah, fast, that's man. It's fast, bro. I don't know if she was <laughs> into the quote-unquote relationship the way you were. I get you. I understand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. have you tried to hit her up again since... All of this went down? No, it's just been a few weeks, so I've, I've let it settle for a bit. Let me, uh, okay. let me ask you a question. You said you went on three dates, but how much chatting over text had you guys done in between those three dates? So honestly, a lot. A like lot, We texted yeah. a lot, yeah. yeah. I know Because I know that it, you know you can say you went on three dates where really on the surface you're like, well, you didn't really spend that much time and how could you build that sort of connection? But these these relationships that you have when you're the, 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 the majority of your communication and openness and honesty is done over text it's mm-hmm. it's very difficult to move that over into a real world situation and to sort of keep that same intensity that you guys have with each other over text and she may have realized that you were a great sort of guy um, uh, over over text but actually sort of spending time with you in person it wasn't the same thing there's just something missing there was a little bit of the spark that wasn't there and that's the risk you run when you sort of build a relationship over text it's tough okay. man it's it's really it's really tough and so it may not have actually been you it just may have been one version of you I get you I understand she may have really dug the relationship she had with you over text and was really hoping that it was going to translate into this magical physical thing of where you guys could just carry on, but it doesn't seem like it went that way. I understand. Michael, very important question. Are you still keeping tabs on her via social media? Uh, yes. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, we haven't like blocked each other or, or unfollowed each other anyway, but I, yeah. uh, she like, there's nothing like we follow each other daily, nothing like that, but yeah. we post rarity too. Yeah, you should unfollow her. Okay. For your own sanity, bro. Yeah, you should unfollow. I get you. I totally get you guys. And then, like, just move on, man. Move on. It wasn't meant to be, and uh, it doesn't seem like, you know, she's going to be the hollering for you anymore, so... Uh, on to the next. Oh, totally. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Okay, bro. All right, brother. Thanks for listening, man. Shout out to Vancouver. Can I, yeah, can I give you guys a suggestion, though? Yeah, man. I mean I, lo- I mean, I love you guys, and honestly, there's been a lot of fan following for you guys here, but if you guys can bring a show here over the summer, probably like for a week or a couple of days, I mean, that would be really awesome. We have a huge fan following here, guys. Like what, you want us to like go out to Vancouver? Yeah, do like a live podcast or do like a live meet and greet or something like that. It'll be really fun. You you have no idea how many people follow your, your you guys here. Really, huh? huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe we could think about that. We maybe we do a summer tour. Yeah, do like a summer trip. Like that'll be great. I'd like that. Uh, yeah, maybe we should do that. Maybe maybe if we find out if there's enough interest uh, for uh, for us to go on sort of like a mini tour and just do a live Razamoka and just record a couple of podcasts uh, yeah. while we're out in those places. Maybe we should do that. That might be fun. Yeah, that's that a great idea, Michael. Yeah, Thanks, man. Yeah, it might be fun. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> I love you guys. Take care, man. Razamoka's fix my life on Kiss. Girl, I got some Kylie Jenner Drake news to share with y'all. Oh, go for it, please. (sighs) Streets are talking. And streets are talking to various news outlets and publications. Oh, yeah? yeah. (sighs) Here's what I'm getting from uh, Elle Magazine or Elle.com. 
Kylie Jenner and Drake are definitely spending time together. But outlet sources have been pretty divided over their official status. Last week, Jenner's rep denied a source's remark to people that Kylie doesn't seem to be dating. Hmm. Quote, she sees Drake occasionally, but it doesn't seem serious. End quote. However, over at Us Weekly, sources are saying that Kylie and Drake really are romantically interested in each other. In fact, they always have been. Well, hold on a second here. Romantically interested. I'm romantic. You know what I mean? A lot of people are romantically interested in somebody. That doesn't mean it's happening. One source had new intel explaining, quote, they've known each other and have been friends for a long time and there's always been a spark there, but their situation is complicated. And so is Kylie's with Travis Scott. Drake and Kylie don't want to jeopardize their friendship by crossing any major boundaries. I'll tell you, you know what's weird, though? It's weird when you hook up with somebody who you knew when they were a little kid, right? Like, Drake's known that family for a while. Oh, yeah. You know, Kylie was you like 12 or something. Yeah, it's weird. It's or weird. younger than that. It's like Celine Dion and Renee, rest the poor man's soul. But he was, oh, her, yeah. man, he was he, her manager when she was like a kid. Yeah. Right? And they're like, are you just waiting? Like at that point, super, I don't know. It's weird, dude. The article continues, quote, Drake doesn't have any intention of taking on a fatherly role with Stormy and he wants to have <laughs> fun with Kylie with no strings attached oh. and continue to have a friendship and be supportive of one another. Are you going to play a single mom like that? Are you going to play the no strings with a single mom? I mean, she's a billionaire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe that's just what she wants. Maybe maybe she doesn't need any anything else. Maybe she's at the point now where she's looking at just these dudes that are just jerking her around. It's like, listen, if you want to come and hang out for the night, right? But just be gone before. Like fly, fly out to Calabasas. Yeah, just but just leave on Air Drake. Yeah, and then I got mom stuff to do in the morning, and I got an empire to, to run right after I do that. And a couple of IG stories. To, yeah, to so just just be just come over. Like we'll hang like two hours. Yeah, three maybe. And then just go. Just leave. I don't need you here. I got things to do. I don't need you to be Drake all over my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just don't need that. I don't need Travis jumping around on the furniture. You know what I mean? <laughs> Practicing your moves in my living room. Go, go, go rent the space, man. All right? I don't need you doing that around here. You don't need no sickle mode out here. No. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The Canadian godfather of hip-hop is oh, in man. the building. Wow. Yes. The one and only Maestro Fresh West. <laughs> what's happening? What's happening? Yes. What's going on, man? My man. How oh, you doing man. today, How's brother? That for an introduction, man. Right. Oh my goodness. How you feeling right now? You got to be feeling great, man. I so feel take, groovy like a two cent movie, man. Take, last night was dope. Take us through last night. So what was the what was the what was the induction? Yeah. How important was this? It's incredible, man. Yeah. So what it was was um, let your back most lie, my song got inducted into the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame. It's the yeah. first rap song in Canadian history to ever be inducted. That's crazy, hey! right? That's big news, though, man. That's big news. Yeah, man. So, it's, I mean, I'm celebrating. I mean, it's good for me, but it's great for Canadian hip-hop, man, because we started from the bottom, but now we're here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing, doing some big things. <laughs> so 30 years. Yeah. My man, that's yeah, man. nuts. <laughs> when, you, when you hear somebody say backbone, and then you hear 30 years, like, does it make you feel great, or does it make you feel old? 
Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> you know what I'm can you can you think back? Like, can you vividly remember 1989 when going through the process of making Backbone Slide and yeah. what you thought the response was going to be versus what actually happened? You know what? I thought the response was going to be dope. Yeah. I wrote it right in Scarborough Parkway Mall. Hey, Victoria Park Mall. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we knew it was going to be good, but our world was smaller. Our world right. was just Toronto, and we yeah. were hoping that maybe New York would like it, and you know, yeah. the cats across the border. But I knew in Toronto we had something. But that then, was a world. Next thing you know, it starts breaking records. You're yeah. making it on Billboard. Yeah, like who would have thought? Like I didn't know. I didn't know. Come on, our, our world was smaller back then. We had no point of reference to say this is what's going to happen. Well, there was no example for you. There was no example. Right? So you know, we did something that was. We knew that was dope. For us, what is your kind of conversation like with outside of hip hop, right? Let's just yeah. say music artists or groups in general right yeah. now, because you being the guy from 1989 that really started this. Yeah. Um, what's your conversation now with people who are coming up, who are asking, looking to you for for advice? I tell them a simple man: don't make records, make history. Oof. Oh, that's, don't that's, don't listen, make man, records. That, that's some hard advice to follow. <laughs> like, to follow. Okay, but like, I'd be like, don't make records. I'd be like, this is my pad. I'd be like, no, okay, so, like, oh, man. Okay, listen so. Listen to like, what I just said, though. Break it down, though. Break it down what I said. Don't make records. Make history. Anybody can make a record, but by making history, when you do something, you say something that people check for you years and years later. In other yeah. words, when you approach your task, approach your song, yeah. are you trying to simulate or are you trying to innovate? Yeah. Bob Marley didn't make records. He made history. Bob Dylan didn't make records. He made history. So once you do something, I'm just to listen to the new uh, party next door. Woo! Yeah, yeah. he just uh, released two songs last Crazy. night. One of Crazy. them was Drake. Crazy. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not coming in the game saying I'm trying to assimilate. He's right. an innovator. So it doesn't matter which generation you come in. Right. right, I was just chilling with, with Tom Cochran last night, man. Life is a highway, man. Right, <laughs> that, song you, has, that song has never gone away. It's crazy. Don't matter if it's the Don Valley Parkway. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's the four hundred seven. And if you Life got a, a kid, highway. it is in every kid's movie. A yeah. version of Life is a Highway is in every single kid's movie, man. Um, so, I mean, you musician, actor, author. What else in your life do you feel like? you haven't accomplished yet that you want to Man, I'm just trying to be myself. a good guy, man. You know, yeah. I, got, I got my son just, just trying to be the best father I possibly can be, lead by example. How old is your fun. son now? He's only 11, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's he, he a good kid. But that's the whole thing. And, you know, life, life, you expand. You know, hip-hop was the foundation for me, and my community showed me that I mean a lot to them. You know, yeah. I've done something noteworthy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you want to evolve, man. Does you your son evolve. understand, like, who his dad is? Man, he just knows I'm the guy who takes away his Nintendo Switch. Right. <laughs> That's all he cares about. <laughs> he don't care about all that. You know what I mean? He don't care. That's a couple times bad. his teachers might want a selfie here and there. But, <laughs> but, but besides that, he's that dude that takes away my, my Nintendo Switch. That's all he cares about. Maestro, it is always a pleasure having you join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Mocha. Hey, Ross. You ready? I am. Let's do the news. Mm -hmm. Let's do the news! (laughs) A Ross and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 news break. Uh, Apparently, D.C. had or is currently still at some, in some way, discussing a possible Superman reboot with Michael B. Jordan. What? 
Michael B. Jordan has reportedly met with DC Films about his take on Superman, according to uh, Consequences of Sound. And I saw this somewhere else yesterday as well. Uh, he's been linked to the Man of Steel role since last year, but it remains unclear whether DC is talking to him about that or other films. The company is trying to keep momentum going after the success of Aquaman and Joker and reportedly looking into more sequels and rated R films and other ways to uh, get viewers attached to their product. So I, I don't know. And, and the other thing I read was that it was a, he didn't know whether he... Because if you plan for Superman and yeah. you're getting into this with DC, you're like two and a half to three years away from actually shooting something, oh, right? Yeah. And so it may come down to scheduling as to whether he can actually do something with DC or not. I like Michael B. Jordan yeah. a lot. And I would be very interested in seeing him play Superman. Right. Uh, Melania Trump was booed at a public event for the third time in a month. <laughs> this time, she was booed no. by a uh, room full of middle school students oh, in no. Baltimore, Baltimore when Melania was there yesterday to speak about the youth opioid uh, crisis happening. It is my pleasure to introduce to you the First Lady of the United States of America. Oh, no. <laughs> get a chance to say her name. No. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, settle down. I'll tell you, back in, the, uh, when I, back in the 80s when I was in junior high, if we did that at an assembly, my teacher... you get beat. Would beat all our asses. Yeah. Like, just like... Oh. Hey, can I just say something? <laughs> all right? Yeah. And I can say this on the radio, speaking from personal experience. Yeah. Okay. A beating from a teacher at school yeah. is quite different from a beating by your parents at home. Right. I don't, people don't beat their kids now. Yeah. Right? But back in the day, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you, man. <laughs> yeah. I, never I got, was a bad kid. Yeah. I was Did you get bad. beat by a teacher? I never got beat by a teacher. Oh. I, you got more? You got beat by a teacher? What did you do? Bam. Or was it just out of frustration? Because if, <laughs> if that's the case, I've been there. I got... <laughs> I remember I used to do the announcements at school, okay? And um, okay. the teacher, okay. <laughs> the teacher the hated okay. when I did the announcements. He used okay. to, when I came back into the room, he would throw chalk at me and would say, okay. like, your voice is annoying, and I'd have to put my hands on the table. And, oh, and if we did something wrong, we'd all have to put our hands on the table, and he'd walk on the desks on our hands. <laughs> uh, small gestures have big impact. They say feeling loved increases well-being. Oh. According to uh, the new study, People who experience frequent, quote, felt love or feelings of genuine um, uh, resonance with a connection with others report significantly higher levels of well-being, optimism, and self-purpose. Furthermore, study participants with high felt love scores also displayed elevated extroversion personality scores, while those with particularly low felt love scores were more likely to be especially neurotic. So being loved helps with everything. We already knew that, but now there's the science for it. Uh, an Ontario gun shop owner was sort of quoting Don Cherry, but also launched a White Friday sale. What? <laughs> With only six weeks left to Christmas, a Pembroke gun shop owner, Lance Perkins, decided to have a gun sale. So on his sign outside the gun store, he wrote, Gun deals, all you people, come on in, White Friday sale. Damn. 
Which on the surface, you're like, whoa, you know. But he says this, that he was surprised to find himself defending what he thought was a neutrally worded sign saying, quote, I've never had a Black Friday sale. I still had one place left on my sign. And to be honest, after poor Trudeau screwed the word black with the blackface scandal, I thought, well, there's no way I can advertise a Black Friday sale. I didn't want to be pulled into that nightmare. So he opted for a White Friday sale because mm. he said that it reminded him of all the snow that was going to be coming for the Christmas season. Mm. She put that on sign. <laughs> <laughs> right? You need a bigger sign, bro. God. Uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas has broken three world records. Uh, great. Can you really, oh, great. <laughs> you're not excited about that? Whatever. It's oh. an okay song. <laughs> it's a classic. It's very difficult to write a Christmas classic. No, I know. Like, it's, it's good. It is now the uh, highest charting holiday song on the U.S. Hot 100 for a solo artist. That's a big deal. Yeah. The most days on the U.K. singles chart with... Uh, in the top 10 for a Christmas song, and it is the most streamed track in 24 hours on Spotify for a female artist. One day last December, this song was streamed in one day, 10.8 million streams wow. on one platform in one day. Wow. It's a lot. So, congrats. I just wish she could sing like this again. You know what I mean? Yeah, like fun. Live. Yeah, fun. like live. Fun. She's terrible. Like, this is the Mariah I like, but whatever. Uh, Cisco claims that the thong song increased Victoria's Secret's thong sales by 80%. Oh, <laughs> thong to thong, thong, thong. Dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Guys, like, what, what, what? <laughs> Let me see that thong. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Supergirl Melissa Benoist um, posted a video on IG yesterday where she talked about her period of her life where she was in an abusive relationship and that she is a survivor of domestic violence and it was uh, just a heart-wrenching video melissa benoist by the way supergirl right yeah and she's My amazing for this girl i she's love amazing. her so much and we'll we'll play you the uh, a little bit of the clip now so there was a story years ago where she had some serious damage done to her face and it was public because she's a public individual. And so this was Melissa in her video explaining how her abuser, who she doesn't name, so I don't know if I want to name the guy, uh, but she doesn't name him. And the incident that happened that really, really uh, did some serious damage to her eye. And then he threw something at my face again, only this time it was significantly worse. It was a blow to my face with his iPhone. The impact tore my iris, nearly ruptured my eyeball, lacerated my skin, and broke my nose. My left eye swelled shut, I had a fat lip, blood was coursing down my face, and I can remember immediately screaming at the top of my lungs. This was too far. I couldn't flush this one down with the tug of the drain. We made up a flimsy story together. I had tripped and fallen on the stairs of our deck and hit my face on a potted plant. Oh my God. Could you imagine that you have to, you go through that and then you have to publicly uh, explain away the damage as your fault for being clumsy? So this is the, right before Supergirl started too. This is the heartbreaking part. So she had all that damage to her face where it really messed up her eye. And then she has to go on Jimmy Fallon and talk about it and laugh about it. <laughs> and then right before you got Supergirl, 
Is this true? Right, like, as you're, like, screen testing for it, you, like... The day after I got the part. You're fighting your dog? You fought a dog? No, no, I sacrificed myself for my dog. <laughs> All right, Clay, how big is the dog? She's five pounds. She's this Tiny? Big. All right, Tiny. And this little dog did what to you? She was running up to me to, like, love me because she loves me. <laughs> and the dogs do, yes. <laughs> and I was going down steps, and I slipped and fell and hit my eye on a potted plant and tore my iris. My whole face, I looked like Squirt from Finding Nemo. <laughs> and it was crazy. It was oh so gnarly looking. And my, for a long time, it still kind of is that way, but for a long time, this pupil was eight times bigger than this one. Like it took up my entire iris. Can you believe that? You have to go on and then laugh about it and make like a real crazy zany joke. You know what breaks my heart about this oh. and hearing that audio? Yeah. Is the fact that not only she had to, well, first of all, she went through that, uh, but she had to make up that story. But the way she tells the story, it's almost as if she had to practice it at home. Oh, she uh, she had told that you know story I mean? over and over and, and over had again. had to keep telling it over and yeah. over again to other people. Yeah. To per- like almost... I don't want to say perfect it, but yeah. perfect it. You know what I mean? So I saw this tweet yesterday, and it went, this is some real Batman stuff. Today I found out the most insane thing that George Clooney did. Clooney did all those Nespresso ads so that he could spend millions of dollars keeping his own private satellite in orbit over Sudan for years to keep track of war crimes being committed by the Sudanese government. Wait, hold on, stop. Okay. George Clooney really is Bruce Wayne? Thank you. With all that money? So, this was from an article, I found it. This was from an article in 2013. Quote from George Clooney, Most of the money I make on Nespresso commercials, I keep, I spend keeping a satellite over the border of North Sudan and South Sudan to keep an eye on Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir. This was Clooney referring to his own spy program, the Satellite Sentinel Project. It's a surveillance program that tracks the Sudanese, the, 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 the vicious army, in an attempt to warn civilians before attacks occur. Okay, can I, we just all agree here <laughs> that the most boss thing right now, like, George Clooney has set the, the bar so high. Thank like, you! No celebrity out there can claim their celebrity status until you own your own friggin' satellite to spy on a world leader. Thank you, dictators. War crimes. He's doing that himself. He put his own satellite in the Wayne. air. He's, He's Bruce, Bruce Wayne. He's Wayne. All right, so tell me about this. Okay, Alan so and first of all, Dakota fight. Johnson, I or love her Dakota and I Johnson's find her charming, right. but when she does interviews, sometimes, man, she is super awkward. Yeah. And yesterday she was on Ellen and the whole thing was so weird. The whole interview was so awkward. But there was one moment where they were talking about Dakota Johnson's 30th birthday where it almost looked like that. Ellen and Dakota were like gonna start throwing hands. So happy belated birthday. When was your birthday? It was October 4th. October 4th. <laughs> you turned 30. I did. And um, how was the party? I wasn't invited. Oh. Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Last year, no, last time I was on the show, last year, you gave me a bunch of about not inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who doesn't want to be invited to a party? Well, I didn't even know you liked me. 
Of course yeah. I like you. You knew I liked you. Okay, now it's really awkward. You've been on the show many times, and, and don't I show like? <laughs> yeah. But I did invite you, and you didn't come. So. This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. Oh! <laughs> Ask Jonathan, your producer. Okay. Oh! I was invited. Why didn't I go? Oh, the name drop. I don't know. Was it? Was it? Oh yeah, I had that thing. Um, it was probably in Malibu. That's too far for me to go to. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. No, I think I do remember. I was invited. Thank you. Oh, um, no. No, but I, you I, know, <laughs> you know, our producer Jonathan. He's getting fired today, bro. Ask Roz and Mocha. It's one of my favorite parts of the podcast because we get to uh, answer all the questions that we get through Instagram at Kiss925 and then get somebody on the phone uh, who asked a question in those long series of questions <laughs> uh, to do it with us live on the phone. Hello, hello. Is this Victoria? This is, hello. How are you, you doing, girl? It's Roz and Mocha. So what's the question you have? Um, I had, uh, between the three of you, uh, who would win in a chug-off? <laughs> <laughs> a what off? A chug off. Okay. Chug. Chug. Like C H U G? Yeah. Like chugging what? Well, I I don't know if you guys can drink beer on the show, so I was like maybe like a can of pop or something because it was like super carbonated. First of all, not it. Oh, dude, come on! She said between uh, the three of us. She said the three. I'm not first. I'm not chugging pop. Come on, Victoria. She said between the three I of know, you. But do you know when the last time I had pop was? When? Twenty years ago. Well, it's here's what now. So well, here's what hard. I did. Okay, not it. Here's what I did. Well, so <laughs> yes, I'm doing this so on myself. Just more. <laughs> I'm doing this on my own. <laughs> you didn't say not it, bro. <laughs> I brought no, in. I listen, I know the rules of oh, not it. Okay, that's why all the cups are here, right? Well, okay. The rules of not it in the room is the first person that says not it is right. literally not it. So now it's. But Roz, I put Morena. three cups next to you. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Oh. Um, also, <laughs> I brought in uh, eggnog. I did bring in the pop she asked for. Eggnog? It's festive. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know how tick eggnog, eggnog uh, is? <laughs> First no. of all, I would do anything to watch the two of you try and chug eggnog. Oh, come on! This may be, this may be the greatest thing. No! So there's eggnog, pop, and water. Right. Oh. I would do anything to oh. watch the two of you. Chug eggnog, uh, Victoria. Since you're wondering, yeah. you're wondering who can chug the the most or the fastest, I guess. Uh, how are your yeah. feelings towards uh, Maury and Mocha trying to chug eggnog? I think that's the best thing ever. I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> well, one of the options is water. But also one of the options is eggnog, and I, and I don't think that you I think can. It's the eggnog. Yeah, and I don't think that you can go water when eggnog is in play. So water's I think, out. I think you have to go eggnog. You have to go eggnog. So Mocha, uh. why don't you go over and sit beside Maury? Man, can you do it? <laughs> you guys each have a giant solo cup in front of you of eggnog in it. Man, yo, yo. On, on the carton, yeah. made with real dairy cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so if you, I don't know how you want to do this. If you guys want to cheers and we can do one, two, three, chug. Man, Here we, cheers. Okay, so when I say three, okay, yeah. I'm going to say one, no, two, I'm, three, chug. When I say that, that's yeah. when you guys both chug. And you know chugging is taking in all the liquid in the cup as fast as you possibly can. <laughs> Okay. Bloated after okay. Am so, I allowed to put the cream to the starting line? No, Maury. Cup on the table. 
Why make things so difficult? I'm just trying to find the, the but rules. But why are you making things so difficult? I'm not just trying to find just the rules. Just put the cup on the goddamn table. Okay, now it's on the table. Okay, okay. Jesus. Okay. Again, this is eggnog. We're going to see who wins. Gentlemen, in three, two, one, chug. Oh, God. Oh, the sound. Oh, wow. That's a lot of eggnog, man. Wow, Mocha's cup is much higher than Maury's. Oh, Mocha's down! Oh, my God! I had a little bit left. Holy! Wow, it's like you've chugged before. <laughs> yeah. How was that? that? How was that? That was so disgusting. <laughs> oh, can I tell you, though? Can I tell what? you what I'm very impressed with? You don't have one drop of eggnog on your mustache, yeah. not one drip on your beard, nothing. It's professional, bro. Nothing. Look at Maury. Look at you just. <laughs> Maury looks like a kitten eaten for the first time. It's all mashed up all over that face oh. of yours. You know what? So two things. Number one, super phlegmy right now. Yeah. Gross. Oh, Number dude. two, yeah. I feel the most bloated that <laughs> any other bloated feeling I've ever had before. But it was great. Okay, so uh, there you go, Victoria. That's the answer to your question on who would win Ooh. in uh, in a chug-off. Is anyone else getting the sweats? Uh, <laughs> nah, bro, this is you. And you're sweaty all the time. So that's so, not from the eggnog. It's so hot in here. Okay, well, there you go. Thank you, Victoria. So much for your question, love. Thank you. All right. So moving on, Maury, don't burp right <laughs> oh into your God. microphone. You can move your microphone. You don't have to burp right <laughs> into the microphone, man. There's still some. We, we got that you burped. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, like, can you not just be professional? <laughs> like, like once ever. It's for the podcast. No, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> still got to be okay. cool. Also, good thing you wore track pants today to work for Maury. <laughs> get that, that belly swell. <sighs> okay. All right. I don't feel so good. So, Sabina says, uh, what's the best way to describe living in Toronto? Yeah, Sabina, the- I don't know if you are from Toronto or uh, outside of Toronto, like listening somewhere else across the country or wherever that you're asking. Um, I love Toronto, man. Dope. Okay, I will say this. There is only one way to describe living in Toronto from a person who has lived in Toronto for an extended extended period of time. No, for any extended period of time, there is only one answer. Like me. Ask me what it's like to live in Toronto. Hey, Roz, what's the best way to describe living in Toronto? Yeah, it's fine. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I guess, like, if you grew up here and, like, your entire life is here. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Nothing else? No, it's fine. I was okay. gonna say great food, hot guys, and nice yeah, summer. But it's not the best. It's not. It's 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 not the place with the best food. It's not the place with the hottest guys. We don't have the best summers. It's fine. Yeah, summers are okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I wish our summers were a little bit better. Yeah. We have the Hockey Hall of Fame. That's yeah, fine. Maury, how many times have you been to the Hockey Hall of Fame in yeah, your life? It's once. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, once. Yeah, everything's fine. It's fine. Like I have no. Like nothing bad. You don't hate it. Transit. That's fine. Uh, Trends okay. pretty bad. Get, Trends getting, is pretty bad. Getting around to, uh, being, traffic is terrible. You know, when you're single, being social with people because Toronto's a very jaded city, but it's not the worst. But it's fine. All right. One of the biggest gay scenes. That's fine. Amrita oh, asks when using a public toilet, including at work, okay. do you sit directly on the seat or lay toilet paper down and then you sit? I don't I don't do that at work. At all? No. What if you have to go? Never have had to. Come on. No, not here. We've been doing this show, you and I. Excuse me, for like 10 plus years now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe once. Maybe once. 
Yeah, but yeah. sometimes you've, you've never, eaten, huh. right? No. Like sometimes you've had a snack. No. It doesn't work its way through you? No. I'm not at like really? a, a, it's not an open <laughs> tube that you drop in like... <laughs> I'm not, not like you. I'm not. If, for I'm anybody not, who doesn't know, Daniel Mori leaves this show. Like when we do the show from six to ten, he'll yeah. leave like three times during the show to go and poop. Yeah, I've also like, been caught by Roz for not cleaning up my toilet paper. Yeah, I don't. I, I would say that I just do a quick little, like I do a thorough clean, uh-huh. but I don't sit on paper. I find that weird. Yeah, I've. <sighs> I just put my arse right on there, and then yeah, just, yeah. I would say like ninety five percent of the time, I put think? my butt on. The toilet seat. Yeah. No paper. No way. Uh, right. Sometimes I have. Like if I go and if I just suspect, especially if I smell and I know that somebody's been in there already, yeah. I might lay some some toilet paper down. I always there. lay toilet paper down just because like I, I picture the people I work with and I'm like, I can't share a bare bum seat with somebody. You know they also picture you, Maury, and that's the, you're the reason they lay toilet paper down. <laughs> <laughs> but I lay, I lay uh, um, one on the bottom underneath the seat horizontal, then I put the seat down, I put another one horizontal over the seat, and then I sort of whisk one over where the pee part goes. Right. You know what I do is I take toilet paper, and the first thing I do is I lift the seat, and then I lay toilet paper all across the opening of the entire toilet, right? Yeah. And then I put the seat down, then I sit on it, and then I like to try and break through the barrier. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with, with my duty I like to use such force that I'm actually I turn it into a game that is you know what I mean disgusting. I like to I like to I make a basket weave almost a toilet paper under the seat then I sit directly on the seat to keep it nice and tight yeah, and then I try and force through. out a duty uh, so I can break right through the barrier and if it doesn't break through it's touching your bum what's that if it doesn't break through it, Maury it starts off touching your bum <laughs> no, but okay. like I don't know how you I don't know I don't know how you poop, but poop touches your bum. I know, but once it's out, you don't want it retouching. Well, that's you. Um, Matthew says, uh, "What's the story behind Dammit Mori looking so skinny on his wedding? First of all, uh, his wedding pictures because he starved himself. Yeah, he starved and himself for like a month. Mori did the thing, the big mistake that brides often do with their weddings, which is they starve themselves to the point of where they don't even look recognizable anymore. And then he hired a photographer, and I know damn well he told the photographer to make him look as skinny as possible. And he didn't wear his glasses, so Mori had now has wedding pictures where that was the one day in his life where it." doesn't even look like him. Like, it yeah. looks like Matthew married another man. One, uh, Matthew told me not to wear my glasses because he didn't like them. Two, because <laughs> if you look, at love if you look careful, <laughs> if you look careful at, the, at the picture, you could see them in my pocket. Sure. Two, um, so many people thought I looked like Obama. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. How like, many people? So many people. How many people? A lot people? of people that said, dude, you look like Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got that skinny neck. And three, uh-huh. thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't say you look good. <laughs> right. And it's framed nice and but, massive in the bedroom. But you so lost, like a, you starved yourself and lost a lot of weight. I for lost your 25 pounds. Yeah. And then you also told the photographer to make you look skinny in the retouching. You can tell. Well, I didn't tell him. Matthew yeah. may have. Right, yeah, you can oh, tell. Oh, no! Yeah. Even with all that weight, Matthew still wanted you yeah. to appear skinnier? Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Maury still Damn. failed. Even after 25 pounds, he still failed. Damn! God, yeah. And, uh, and how fast did you gain all that weight back? Oh, in about a month. Yeah. Yeah, less than. Three weeks. Right, three weeks. Maria Christina says, uh, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays? Merry Christmas. Say it like it is. 
Um, I think I, I think that it depends on what the on like what the occasion is. Like if I'm going to somebody's house and it's Christmas, yeah, um, I'll say, "Hey, Merry Christmas." But I think that if you're just sort of generally out, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying Happy Holidays. If if the intent is to say Happy Holidays, I think that if your intent is to not offend anybody, so you wind up not saying Merry Christmas, but instead say Happy Holidays, I have a problem with that because that's just dumb. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying happy holidays. Like, like happy holidays. If I'm if I'm leaving you and I'm not going to see you, and you're got to go and do, uh, you know. Christmas and you're going to do New Year's and you're going to do everything. That's holidays. Sure. Right? You know, enjoy the holidays. Happy holidays. Right? Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I have no problem with even joining the two. Well, so what you're right? saying is like Merry Christmas is for the event of your, like if you're actually talking about Christmas, Happy Holidays is if somebody is, you're like physically going on holiday. Yeah, like you're just like, like I don't, I, I like there's more than one holiday over the holiday season. There's Hanukkah too. Right? There's Hanukkah, there's New Year's, there's everything, right? Yeah. So I have no problem with, oh my God, Merry Christmas, you know, uh, Happy Holidays. Like I have no problem with I don't that. No, I always just gravitate towards Merry Christmas because I've always said yeah. that. I yeah. say, I like saying Merry Christmas, even as somebody who celebrates Hanukkah, just to me, because Christmas isn't a religious thing. Christmas to me is the family warmth and what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the great thing about the holidays, with Christmas being one of them, is that it's it's really individual and, you know, I'm not a religious person. There's no... Wait, did you just say Christmas isn't a religious thing? For me. For him, oh, it for isn't. you. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Just like for me, Christmas isn't a religious yeah. thing at all. Uh, I have there's no religion in in involved in in sort of my holiday planning or my 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 Christmas day or my Christmas same Eve, right. I can't it's just it tell doesn't you the last exist. Time I went to church to be honest. Yeah, with you. no, it just it just doesn't exist, and I, and I'm cool with that. I like what Christmas has become. I like that it is you know kicking it with family and eating great food and and I, oh, and, yeah, I yeah. And when I hear somebody say you know what's that thing that Christians always say, and I don't want to get down on Christians here, <laughs> but you know what's that thing that would remember the reason for the season? You know what I mean? I'm like, but that's I your never heard that, that that's your reason. Yeah, you know, that's your and that's fine, man. You celebrate the way you celebrate. I'm going to celebrate the way I celebrate. All right, keeping with the Christmas theme, Deborah asks, "Best Christmas gift you've ever received?" Oh, jeez. Anyone? Anyone? The best. While you guys Christmas think of it, gift I've ever received. Go ahead. I specifically remember getting one year a all white. Sweater oh, hot. on the back of it, it had my name on it. Said Mocha. Oh, on the front of it was this giant picture of Hulk Hogan flexing. Really? Yeah, one of his famous poses. <laughs> that and was the best gift you ever received. That, yeah, that's the one that like I always think about it. It always wow. sticks out of my mind. That's incredible. My my parents were always really great with uh, with with Christmas, and that was they always sort of held back and did like whatever we would consider to be quote unquote the big gift, right? Yeah. But the the planning that they put into it, I I remember, you know, we did we did the full Christmas and it was wonderful. It was like fantastic Christmas morning. And my dad didn't have holidays growing up, and he didn't they didn't do Christmas and all that stuff. He had shit parents. Um, but uh, but so they would always go out of their way to they would always go out of their way to do it. I remember um, the last thing that my brother and I opened it was a gift for the two of us, and in the in the box was a key, and. We we're like, what's the key for? Because we were younger, yeah. And uh, and we went like all around looking at, through the house and the garage door, everything where this key fit in. And then we went down to the basement. And there was this weird little room that we had that my dad used to just store stuff in in the basement beside the laundry room. And the key fit in that door. And we opened the door, and they had built like this cool computer room office for us. Oh yeah. And uh, and in there was a brand new Vic Twenty. 
Ooh. Right? Look at you, spoiled guys. <laughs> yeah, so it was, a, it was a brand new VIC-20. Yeah. And really, at the time, all you could do on a VIC-20, like, okay, this was before, people remember floppy disks, right? Uh-huh. Okay, this was before floppy disks. So VIC-20 didn't take floppy disks. If you wanted to load a program into a VIC-20, it was a cassette, Oh, wow. Yeah. You, the, the programs came on cassettes and you would load cassettes in and that's what ran the program was like tape. And the most you could do was there was a paint program where you could just do big blocks. And so I would spend all afternoon and I was like, oh my God, look what I just did. And my brother's like, oh my God, that's the French flag. <laughs> Like, so you'd use these no, colored tiny blocks to make a French flag. That's all you do, and then it was, and then the rest of it was writing code if you wanted yeah. it to do something. So you had to actually sit down and write code. But I remember that feeling of getting that first computer. Yeah, um, and it was really like it was incredible. All my other friends got Atari, but we got you know Vic Twenty, yeah. which you couldn't really do anything on. And then we graduated to the Commodore sixty four, and then we had the sixty four in that room as well, where you could play um, Bruce Lee's Kung Fu, which ooh, that, that was a game changer, right? <laughs> that was a game changer. So that was probably my favorite gift. That was my favorite sort of Christmas moment as a kid was that just walking into that room and just seeing all the effort and work that they had uh, that they had put in. It was really great. Maury, can you remember? Oh, it, it was gift? just three years ago. Um, like Matthew's so great at getting gifts for me. I'm horrible at gifts for him. Yeah. But the one record, like actual album that I've always wanted and he somehow found it and it was uh, the Beach Boys. The album oh, nice. Pet Sounds, because it has my favorite song on it, God Only Knows. Mm-hmm. So I remember opening that up, and it had a note in it that he um, wrote for me. <laughs> Sorry. What, was the, what, did the, what did the note What did the note read? Wait, on? do you have a picture of the note on your phone? No, anywhere? I don't. No, no, um, did you memorize it? No, I, it just talked about oh. how, how much I mean to him and how he's excited to spend the rest of his life with me. And he's excited to go to New York and marry me. And sorry, he, he what? Stop. Sh- you're, can I pause excited. for a second? Whenever Maury starts to cry, you're really bad at it, Mocha. What? You interrupt him. Sorry. Your voice is at like a level that isn't because, conducive to crying. Because All I, I want to do is just have the man ball. Okay. And every time he gets going, you interrupt him. I'm trying to be polite. I want to I wanna understand his story, but I no. can't because he's... No. Jeez, man. He's not like... <sighs> He's not well, saying the words. How many men have you made cry in your life? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me deal with this. I know what I'm okay. doing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You have to do stuff like this, Maury. Okay, so pause for one second. So the note, was it, was it on the record or was it like in the It was the inside the plastic uh, covering inside, of inside the, the record. Plastic. Okay. And so I, first of all, I opened up, I had no idea that he found it because like this is like a $300 record. Right. And did he know you wanted it? Oh, he knew I wanted it bad because we went for the longest time to okay. like record stores. It's, I kept Okay, so you take, and, you take the record out and does he say there's something else in there for you? No, because like you could see the folded up piece oh, of Oh, you paper. could see. And so you reach in and, and you I take that out. And I open it up and I'm reading it and he just talks about how much I mean to him and how much he's excited to go to New York and marry me and spend the rest of my life with him and together. And then we put on the record in that song, God only knows what I would do without you. And it was just so special. And that's how you make a man cry, Mocha. <laughs> okay. Can I interrupt real quick? Yes. Is, is it my turn now? Yes. Okay. And that same year, Devin Moore, what was the gift that you gave Thank to Tim you. and Matthew? A jar full of memory. <laughs> 
Hold on. Is that the year that you came in here? Did we talk about this like on the last podcast or something? When you came in here and it was one day before you were to present Matthew with this gift and you said to Roz, hey, I need some memories to write down these stupid pieces of paper to put in a jar to give to Matthew tomorrow? I'm not done. Yeah. I also gave him a leather replica of the George Michael jacket from <laughs> from the fake music video. And, and, and what did he do with it? Um, I, I think he put it in his closet where it still is now. Yeah, never wore it. How many? Oh, that was going to be my question. No, How many times did he, did he wear that jacket? Mm-mm. No, he asked me if he could sell it too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to make back the money he spent on oh. pet sounds. Did he cry when he got the jacket? Not a chance. Oh. No. What about the memory jar? Not a tear. Uh, no. Did he read any of the memories? Nope. Oh, he hadn't even opened the jar? No. no. Oh. Ouch, savage. savage. Well, no, I, he, opened, he opened the one from me first, and then he looked at it, and he's like, oh, cool, and put it down, and then he's like, here, you open this. Oh, right. no. Right, right, right. All right. right. Yo, I'm still bloated from that eggnog <laughs> earlier. I got to sit down for a minute. Oh, my God, my stomach hurts. All right. Oh, um, let's see here. Sharon says this. Roz, the way you pronounce Italian is different with an Ottawa Valley accent. What does that mean? How do and I say it? Just wondering why no one in Toronto pronounces the second <laughs> T in Toronto. Uh, you say it like Toronto. Yeah. I say Toronto, but uh, Roz, you go Italian. Yeah, I say, uh, listen, I, I say Italian, right? Because it drives Italians crazy. That's the way. It's a troll. But I think that you've said it so much that it's just now common for you to say <laughs> yes. Italian. Yes. A good friend of mine who's Italian, um, she's... <laughs> She's put messages through to mutual friends that we have where she's like, if she ever sees me, she's going to slap me across the face. Oh, no. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it drives her. And she listens to the show. It drives her so nuts. Do you really? say it when you're alone? Like if you want to order um, Italian food with Catherine, do you say Italian food? Uh, if I'm with Catherine, yes. If Roxy's in the room, no, because I don't want Roxy to sort of pick up things that I just use to troll people. I don't want her to think that that's how you actually say things. Fair, right? fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick has this question for us. Have any of you considered doing voice acting? <laughs> I do voice acting. Yeah, no, you don't. No, I am a voice actor. No, I'm, you're I'm, in, not. I'm in the union. You're not a voice actor. What was the last gig you got? Okay, but that's not important. Yeah, it is. When was the last voice acting job you did? Uh, last year for the company Moneris. Which is what? Um, it's like the, the inter, interact, like the people that make and the... And what did you have to do? I was the guy that was, like, I was not the voice person. I was the actor in it, right? So I was playing the guy that wanted, you know, the, I guess, to use the debit machine. Right. So, so what was your line? Like, I can't wait to use this debit machine? <laughs> no, something along the lines of, uh, hi there, I'd like to pay debit, please. <laughs> <laughs> that was your line? Well, yeah, they hired me. Uh-huh. All right. And then what? And then somebody else said something, and I'm like... Oh, okay, cool. I'll just tap. <laughs> yeah. No. And then after that, then the, the voice person, o- the lady comes in and it was just like Moneris. Oh, yeah. okay. And then after that, what, like the offers for voice acting or just regular I acting? I audition all the started time. I just auditioned today for participation. Right. It's really tough. Mario goes on a lot of auditions. Man. I know. Like a lot of auditions. You're like Joey from Friends. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And it's a tough game oh, to try and land something. When you actually, because a lot of the times now you do uh, what us actors call a Seth. Self taping. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, us actors call yeah. it what? Yeah. Self taping. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where you just do it at home and send it in. But when you actually have to go to the studios and you're in the waiting room and there's like 20 other people there. Yeah. And you see the people who sound just like you and you're like, I might as well just go home. We were talking about this and that is the, the, the sort of voiceover world. There was always a place for guys like Maury who 
one, love the sound of their own voice, and two, do that like sort of deep movie voice guy in a world garbage. Um, <laughs> there was always a vo- there was always a place for those guys, but now all those guys are being replaced by actors. Yeah, so it's people who are actors are now taking up all the voice work because they're extremely versatile and uh, they're used to the process, and they you know they they can sort of do different. They can read things that doesn't sound like a big phony announcer, like yeah. what, like what Maury specializes in. Maury specializes in that sort of old school, big phony announcer kind of thing. Because well, that was always my dream, and when I started having that dream, that's yeah. what everybody sounded that's, like. That's, and that those are the people that were making money, and those are the people that were making very good money. Uh, but Maury didn't adapt to the times, and well, so I tr- I've tried. Uh, let me speak for myself. Okay, go no, ahead. Then no, I just did. I tried. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and how's that working for you? Well, we're still trying. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a tough game. There used to be so much money in in that world and voiceovers and stuff like that. I know people where that's their only job and they live and they live brilliant lives. There's one guy that I know and he can change his voice so much. Yeah. He is literally on everything. (laughs) I hear his voice. When I go to the movies, yeah. I hear his voice on ads uh, when we watch Treehouse in yeah. our house. Yeah. Uh, I hear him when we are doing this radio show on yeah. commercials that run during our show. Yeah. And he makes I decent money. Dude, he yeah. quit his... His regular job was a radio announcer. Yeah. His side job was doing voice work. Right. A year, less than a year after his voice work like really took off, mm-hmm. he quit his radio show yeah. and he is only doing voice acting. He travels yeah. everywhere now. Yeah, it's crazy. His clients like all over the world. Yeah, and so that's the that's the sort of way it is now is that actors sort of occupy that space. Second City people oh, get a lot of the gigs. Yeah, actors. Yeah, because My favorite, people. right? Yeah, so I have yeah. two favorites right now. So John Hamm in any of these Skip the Dishes mm-hmm. uh, he's commercials. Really, he's really great. Those are yeah. so funny. Yeah, he's really oh, great. So I love that. And then, you know, I'm pretty sure it's Kristen Bell. She does the Hilton yeah. Ads? Yeah. I don't know. I just like her and she has such a nice voice. I thought you were going to say the Leon's commercials. Oh, Leon's is my favorite. I yeah. love those. are brilliant. No, no, as a commercial. Yeah, but like for, for voices, uh, the the Hilton one with Kristen Bell and then the uh, the Skip the Dishes with John Hamm. Those are my favorites. Yeah, I like those. Jeez, um, I'm, I'm trying to think. Kristen Bell, first of all, because you brought her up, is so wonderful. Have I you love, ever met her? Here's the thing is that Catherine... Catherine just spent like hours and hours with her. Um, she shot her a couple of weeks ago. She's a photographer, not like with guns. Yeah, Catherine's a photographer, my girlfriend. And so she did this shoot with Kristen Bell where like they were like jumping on the bed and all oh, these like, so and all these like where they were wearing pajamas and like all this like really cool stuff. And I, my only thing with people is I'm like, you just because I, I had met Kristen Bell a few times, but it was in the context of interviewing her and stuff yeah. like that. And I always found her really cool. But you never know how somebody is until you see the way that they treat the people around them, until the way that they treat their assistant, their staff, their wear, makeup, sure. wardrobe, whatnot. And uh, Catherine was like, she was just an absolute joy to work with. Yeah, like, oh, that makes her. me so happy. Just, yeah, I just really, really love. I her. like her a lot. Super great. And uh, and so, yeah, I think she's right now probably my favorite as far as anybody who is in that in that game. Anybody who acts or does the crossover between acting and selling stuff and sure. you know marketing yourself. I think Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard really do. They're the two of them together are this fantastic combo. I yeah, love, a man I and a woman. Them. Yeah. Kristen Bell. See, can you believe people used to pay for this? I know. You know what I mean? 
Now that you think about it, it sounds ridiculous. Right? In the world. Um, Ashley, we'll end on this uh, question. Ashley said, that guy ever changes one-star review? So on Apple Podcasts, we have uh, all these all these great reviews. So thank you to everyone yeah. uh, who logged into your account and uh, and left a five-star rating and also a, a review on the podcast. And there was one person who accidentally left a one-star review and in his the description, he was like, I don't know how to change the one star. This was an accident, guys. I'm really sorry. So I haven't seen his name pop up with yeah. a correction or him give another uh, a five star rating or whatever. Right. But Ashley, uh, that person did not. No. As I far tried, as I know, as far as I've seen, it's not changed. I tried going through the back end to see if you can like delete it. You can't even do that. No. Yeah. Why would you delete it? You can't do that. You no, can't go, to, and then like see if I can even message him saying, I'll delete this if you want to do it again. Oh, you yeah, yeah. You, you can't. No, you can't. No, they're, they're tight over there, man. Um, well, if you do want to leave a review, just uh, Apple Podcasts is where we get them from. That's Yep. You can leave a, a rating and review. We l- try to read as many as we can as possible. So thank you for that. Leave and of a course, review now. All of these questions come from uh, Instagram, at kiss925 once a week com. or a couple times a week. We'll post a picture that says uh, Ask Roz and Mocha. And that's where we get the questions ask from. Ask Roz and Mocha. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss 925. Kiss 925.com. Or download the Kiss 925 app.